are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp. And remember, you can always go to swordchomp.com where you can access the many places our podcast is available for download. But if you're listening to the show right now, it means you found us. So welcome to the madness that is the Chompcast. Um, also, don't forget, if you want to support the crew, we are on Patreon finally, www.patreon.com slash swordchomp. Look for our VIP or two year, uh, VIP Instagram tier. Talk about that a little bit later. Um, so grab some planks, though. Big show today. Patch up those holes. Hammer those nails in. Because we are talking leaks today. What? You say? Oh, game leaks, that is. All right, after the huge Walmart, uh, Walmart, Walmart leak fiasco that revealed Rage 2 and more, uh, we decided to discuss the unusual topic of gaming leaks. Um, and I actually found and compiled a list of some famous gaming leaks that we can discuss if you guys want to kind of educate our listeners a little bit on gaming history, including myself, because I learned a lot about a lot of these today, just looking it up. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Let's talk about that specific leak and leaks in general. Um, we've all been playing a little more God of War, uh, including myself, now that I've finished um, Far Cry 5. So maybe we'll have a little God of War talk in there as well. And we're thinking about doing a spoiler show soon, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have some fun polls to run down, including... Rage 2, Cold Pizza, Pokemon Go, two years later, and our listeners on Instagram go off about getting off to their favorite video game characters. The bio break this week actually has to do with video games, which is cool. Finally, science and video games have officially collided in our world. Um, And we have an exciting podcast-related announcement that we're going to talk to Shay about, so that's going to be really exciting, so stay tuned to that. Um, much, much more. It's gonna be a jam-packed Chompcast, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, but let's get to some introductions here. Uh, up first, from Texas, um, my good friend Fish is here, aka the Filipino Johnny Depp, aka the Blastoise Thief, as I call him. <laughs> How you doing, Fish? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I guess you don't like me uh, taking uh, screenshots of my Pokemon Go Blastoise with <laughs> my character. It's, I put this up on the VIP uh, Instagram tier, but um, so basically, yeah, if I, I got I talked fish into trying Pokemon Go a little bit, which we'll talk about later, and he just decides to taunt me by taking a picture of. So now you can assign yourself a buddy. You can have a buddy Pokemon in Pokemon Go, which is like a new thing, I guess, and you can attach a Pokemon to your character. That's new, right? Uh, actually, it's been in there for quite some time, actually. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Not since release, though, right? That was the last time not, I touched not, it. No, not okay. since release, okay. but maybe oh, it's new. five, six months after it. Oh, okay. How, how um, old is yeah, Pokemon since, Go at this point? It's about it two like, years. It was somewhere two, years, two okay. years ago, yeah. As old as our podcast, because yeah. that's when we started mm-hmm. talking about it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they, they added that long quite a quite some time ago at least whenever i quit um okay which was i had like a voltorb or something like as your that. buddy oh, yeah lame whenever you? i logged in wow. after like oh it gave you a voltorb as your buddy <laughs> or something I guess. yeah that's weird I, that or i set it as it and just forgot about it then i changed it and if you're somebody out there that actually uses voltorb as your favorite pokemon or your buddy just just go kill yourself right now. God, <laughs> no. No. They've already done that. Time. I mean, if their favorite Pokemon kills itself as a matter of course, <laughs> oh, there's true. no that's... chance they've stuck around this long. There's a double entendum <laughs> there that I did not even think of. Entendum? What, what is it? Double. <laughs> double entendre. That's what it is, right? There double entendre. Go. God. Whew. 
<sighs> brain almost failed me there. Um, well, yeah, Fish, so, I mean, I just want you to know that everyone who signs up for our VIP tier is going to know what you did to that Blastoise. They're going to know exactly what I had to clean out of those, those cannons, so. No. Yeah, that's true. Please, guys, please, guys, don't sign up for that VIP tier, then. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I mean, do it. Do it. And then you'll know how disgusting Fish is. Well, Fish, I'm glad you're here, even though I'm angry at you for stealing. I tried to get you back by uh, equipping a Q-bone as my buddy, but. I don't think yeah. I had, you didn't seem to even give a fuck because you're just a soulless <laughs> bastard. <Nope. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I just don't care about the game. and <laughs> I don't let things like that just, <laughs> you know, affect me as much just as... Unequip you know. it! If you don't care about it, unequip <laughs> it! Get rid of it! Get rid of that Blastoise! No. I, I, I only equipped that Blastoise because I knew it would get underneath yeah, your skin. Yeah. Well, you succeeded. Yep. Alright, well... And it'll forever be there now. Alright, well... I'll get a better one, and then we'll see. What about Tyranitar? You'll get a Tyranitar. Okay, if I do get a Tyranitar, yes. Okay. okay. I'll replace it. Right. Uh, or I'll get one and, and mock you with it. But thanks for being here, Fish. Um, the Pokemon Go saga continues later, which is something I never thought I'd say in a million years again. Um, Shay Layton is here, the professor from Japan, of course, joining us. Um, exciting news for Shay today. His um, new podcast, Evoking the Sublime, is finally up. I should say our new podcast, but um, it's Shay's baby. Um, My baby, so and, it, it, and we reap the benefits of... Wait, there are no benefits. We enjoy it all together because... Um, well, I guess I'm the only one hosting. Yeah, we all enjoy it. We all enjoy this new <laughs> podcast. That, Where are you going with this? Where is this going? <laughs> it's going nowhere. No, our listeners <coughs> are reaping the benefits. That's what... Yeah. More podcasts. Mm, yeah. Um, Nothing yeah, it's called, yeah, it's called Evoking the Sublime, and you can find it wherever you get podcasts, more than likely. And we have, um, of course, on iTunes, Evoking the Sublime. And it's basically an interview. Well, go ahead. What is it, Shay? Explain it to people if they haven't checked it out yet. So the podcast was basically set up as a way for me to kind of talk about a different aspect of video gaming that we don't do here on the main um, the main podcast which is basically history and the making of a video game um i've been throwing around the idea since i think it was september or october i had been throwing around the idea of doing kind of a side podcast to give us more content and uh um, i was discussing with the guys basically what what ideas i could do and we went through i i went through different ideas with them talked through it and then um I came up with this one because I had, I had started looking on the internet and I was like, yeah, man, there isn't a, there isn't a play, a podcast that does this, or at least I didn't find one that does it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, that'd be really cool because all of us, all four of us get down on basically just looking into the history of it, of a video game or the creators who are behind it or the people who do the music or who do the, uh, visuals we all get into that in various capacities here um on the Chompcast. so it it intrigued me and then i started doing some research about some of the games i love and i started writing scripts and i was really getting into it and i was like all right well this sounds like a good plan and so i was slowly kind of putting things together getting some theme music done getting a logo done and then i set up an interview with um ian dallas the creative creative director for um, what remains of Edith Finch, and it 
it took a little while to get the interview uh, done, but when it was done, it was a great interview. Um, he was very nice and forthcoming, and um, yeah, I I had a lot of fun doing it. So I have some. I don't have any. Um, at this time, I don't have any more interviews lined up. I have some scripts done. I'm gonna try and get some more interviews lined up, but yeah. So basically, each episode is gonna be the history about one video game and i want to start kind of small with indie games and branch out from there i would like to potentially do as many games as i possibly can plus it's just easier to get a hold of some of these indie people in reality like the problem is getting a hold of these people and having them agree to do it like i i hope you don't run into this problem i had where i got nathan mccree to do an interview with me but i haven't been able to really get a hold of any of these other musicians that i would like to interview so we kind of like in your case you're kind of just going to do them as you can get them i'm sure so right can... yeah and that's fine. I mean, the reason why I needed Ian Dallas because there was almost no history um, on what remains of Edith Finch online. I, I scoured the internet and there was not a lot of information. So I was like, well, if I want to do this game, I need to talk to someone who was working on it and it just yeah. happened to work out. So um, I'm sure there will be some episodes where it'll just be me kind of detailing and talking. Um, as I aggregate some research, which I hope that each one can be paired with an interview, but I fully expect that won't always be the case. So it'll yeah, be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to it. I, I think it's a great interview. I really do. I mean, I'm proud of you. I honestly like, you know me, I like to swing my dick around everywhere and I want to do everything, but, um, I, I listened to it and I, I, I really liked it. It was, it was like, well, you know, I'm not doing a lot of damage swinging my dick around, but, um, it's, it's a great interview. <laughs> Definitely check it out. Evoking, evoking the sublime. It's interesting too. You will, you will learn. If yeah, you like the, yeah. He, I, I don't, I don't want to say too much, but he, he goes yeah. into some really good detail. Uh, yeah. If if you're a fan of Edith Finch, what remains of Edith Finch? Uh, Finch, you should definitely check it out. So, um, I'm gonna leave that link. Uh, the direct link, if you're listening to the show, is gonna be in our Instagram bio all next week. So people can get used to it. And of course, I'll put it in our story when a new episode drops. Give people time to subscribe to it and kind of just hook it in their feeds. And then when a new one shows up, they'll get a little notification. So I'll be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it'll take some time. I'm gonna um, plan on getting it on some of yeah. the other places as well, but it'll take yeah. some time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, we're glad you're here. Shay, I can see you sweating on the webcam. It looks like you are just drenched in sweat over there in Japan. So I don't, it's not envious. Josh, actually, go ahead, Shay. You say something. I saw you leaning over. Uh, no, no, he's good. Okay. No, no, <laughs> oh, okay. I was good. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Josh actually just took his shirt off on the webcam and, uh, mm-hmm. it kind of broke my train of thought because I, I, uh, erection started growing in my pants. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, I'm going to need your credit card numbers. <laughs> is that how this works? Yeah. It just, uh, if, if this is going to continue. So. Well, well, how about you, how about you give me a little sample of what I'm paying for? That's how it works. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> let me, uh, let me find my boom box. All right. All right. And the strawberry. Okay. How about you just glitter? grab that? Just, uh, shit, how about you just grab your <laughs> body glitter? Okay. Uh-huh. Let me just grab the head of your microphone there, Josh, and just, uh, oh, never mind. Let's not <laughs> go down there, though. Gonna, it's a visual that the listeners can't see, so I don't want to, you know, sometimes that gets you more aroused, though. It's like reading an erotic novel. You know, there's no visual. It's all taking place in your imagination. So, I would agree, but I can actually smell it. No, you can, well, that's your, you can smell your own sweat, huh? No, I can smell whatever you guys are doing over there. Oh, huh. it's going right, you could smell it, huh? It's powerful. Yeah. 4D. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite pungent. 
Very pungent. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> um, Josh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Josh, by the way, here from Michigan, I one of our polls this week was cold pizza. And you being the foodie here, a lot of people messaged me that, because I was kind of anti-cold pizza, that it all comes down to the crust. They were telling me that you have to find a really high-quality pizza crust to make cold pizza good. Um, can mm-hmm. you confirm or deny this, Josh? Yeah, yeah, because if you've got, like, the fast food pizzas, like most of America makes, it mm-hmm. just gets soggy. Like, it just, Ugh, everything yeah. congeals down into that just greasy greasy crust. But yeah. if, you've got, if you've got a nice pizza crust, something nice and crispy to begin with, like, actually made out of bread, something that humans would eat, yeah, it, it can be really good. Nice and cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of like my cardboard, Josh. Mm. You like your greasy cardboard? Yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about greasy, cold cardboard the next day, Fish? You like it? Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the best thing about frozen pizzas. You, uh, you cook them, eat the pizza the first day, and then uh, refreeze the cardboard that it was on and then eat that the next day without heating it. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Hey, fish is fish is not a discerning eater, all right? It just goes in the gullet, no questions asked. Go on with your life, okay? That's how it goes. Um, yes, he's shaking his head on the webcam. <laughs> uh, no, that's interesting, Josh, because people were... I actually got a lot of people messaging me like, dude, cold pizza is good, you just got to get the right crust. I'm like, all right, all right, I can buy, buy that, I guess. Because uh, the cold pizza I've had from all these fast food joints is nasty the next day. I don't get it. Although some people love it. Let's be, I lost that poll. We'll talk about it later, but that's one that I, I lost. It came back, cold pizza took it, took it by a hair. So mm. congratulations to cold pizza, you disgusting, <laughs> greasy mess. People love you. People love you. Um, but yeah, no, I, by the way, I'm Morgan uh, Barnes here from Montana. I actually had to make, so I finally finished Far Cry, so I was able to finally tear into God of War this morning, and I, I had to, like, fence, so I was determined to finally get it. I told Fish last night, this is how old I am, I fell asleep at 9 p.m. I haven't fallen asleep at 9 p.m. in probably 10 years. Like, that's not even a joke. That just never happened to me. Um, but I was so exhausted from working and then waking up early yesterday to take care of my kid, um, who woke up at 5, that I Fell asleep at nine and then I woke up at 11. I felt bad because normally I hang out with my fiance and she was like, ah, it's fine. If you want to sleep, go ahead and sleep. I'm like, really? I can just go back to sleep. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, do it. So I woke up on like 10 hours sleep this morning and my fiance was sleeping and I took my other kid to school and I had nothing but time. So I, I fenced off my entire living room in a way that my um, uh, almost one year old could not kill herself, but mm. have freely moderately destroy my living room and then i just played god of war all morning so i was able to make really good progress i think i put about five hours into it this morning so all right i hit the turning point as fish calls it which maybe we'll talk about later the turning point cool so that's cool i'm happy about that i feel accomplished like just finally finishing far cry and then moving on like Sometimes you have too many games you want to play. It feels like there's just like a burden stacking up and i just hate that feeling it just fucking drives me crazy Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's a much better problem than, like, basically being so busy you can't play any video games at all, and you you feel so out of touch with what's going on in the medium. I'd rather have your problem than that. You know what I mean? Like having yeah. having too much to do and having to plug away at it, rather than not having any time at all to do any of that. 
and not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. The time management is tough for the family and a job, but I would say that I I have enough. It's just, you're right. When there, the problem is that there's too much of a good thing. There's too much Sith yeah. thieves and far cry for me. And then God of war is like, that's a good problem to have. So yeah. In our line of work, if you want to call it that, um, <laughs> our line of, uh, passionate hobbying slash work. Um, anyways, so th- I'll be, I'd like to entertain that next week. Maybe we can do the spoiler show. Um, I'll probably do a uh, poll anyway. What? We're not the spoiler show this week. Next week. Fuck. Wait, you don't want to do a spoiler show? What do you want I to do? I do, but I want uh, you guys to finish too. I, I do. I want you, I was hoping you guys would get finished this week, but it's okay. I think they're closer I than they realize. I think. Am I really? They're, they're, they're fucking close, Josh. They're so yeah. close. It, like, Am I the really end of, close? Wow. The okay. end of the game goes really quick. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, I sat down one day this week. Sorry if I'm getting in too early to finish it. And I was like, all right, I got to stay up however long it takes. Sat down at seven o'clock at night and I, I finished it by nine and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah that's sounds, cool. It's, yeah. It's not hey, I had a similar experience. Like I, I assumed I was sitting down to play like the last two hours of the game and I was playing the last 10 minutes of the game. So, yeah. Wow. That must be why they were like, if you want to go exploring now, the kid was like, hey, dad, if you want to go exploring, we could just go exploring. I'm like, I don't want to. So I guess that was the way of saying, hey, if you want to get some more time into this game, go ahead. <laughs> well, it's strange because so. the game doesn't actually end. Like, there's, there's credits, but, oh, but you can you keep playing the game. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh... Yeah, yeah, you're going to figure that out. And that's not much of a spoiler. Yeah. Like, basic, basically, yeah, like you're playing and then whatever happens at the end happens. And then mm-hmm. basically the credits just start rolling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you're thrust right back into the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like and instead like of having the, all the challenge modes and the, yeah, instead of having the, all that yeah. stuff in the menus and stuff, like it was on all the other games, like all, all that stuff is just in the world. So they yeah. just spit you right back out in the world so you can that, that's go what do all every, that extra stuff. That was, most games must do that now. Well, because Far Cry did the same thing. It was just like, oh, you're back out in the world if you want to finish things up. Mm-hmm. So that must be the new norm now for games because of how they're set up. It's just you finished it, but dump back in. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm sure de- I'm sure it depends on like what what style of game it is too. Like something like like Far Cry that's open world or God of War that's not necessarily open world but has a ton of end game content. Yeah, sure. But like something like Inside, um, or Hyperlight Drifter, for example, just the two examples off the top of my head that ha- obviously have a finite ending. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Actually, Final Fantasy 15, I remember when you beat it, they gave you a special outfit, these really cool outfits. And I was like, man, I wish I had these the whole game. These are awesome. <laughs> Just run around the world with these weird outfits. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so maybe we'll talk a little bit of that later. But in, in general, we're talking about doing a spoiler show coming up. So that should be interesting. And that's pretty much it for the most part until we kind of lead up to E3. We have a lot of cool shows until then, obviously. But that's the, the major part of the onslaught. Topic of the show, though, uh, without further ado... Um, basically has to do with leaks. So the idea behind this topic was this in short, there was a huge leak this week, a Canadian Walmart, it might've been even the week before, but a Canadian Walmart basically accidentally leaked, um, a bunch of upcoming potential titles. And there was tons of them. You can just Google Canadian Walmart game leak and you'll get all the titles listed. Um, but what's interesting about it. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here is all the accidentally leaked information. Um, you know, it's so the interesting thing about this, though, is that everyone thought it was probably just fake or nonsense because it was just from a major retailer. Uh, especially because there was a game called Rage 2 on the list, and everyone's like, oh, that's crazy. I mean, regardless of how you feel about Rage, uh, there's did not seem likely that would ever see a sequel. Mm. And then, picking back off the leak, Bethesda came out and said, guess what? We're going to use this leak um, intelligently as a way to springboard the launch of Rage 2. And they came out with a funny tweet, sort of making fun of the box art in the Walmart leak. Um, they came out with uh, two trailers, announcement trailer and a gameplay trailer, and boom, now everyone's talking about Rage 2, which is something I never thought I'd say. So yeah. this, it's weird. It's been a weird uh, week, and my opening thought here is just that I think it's pretty, that's kind of a weird topic, so I'm just going to throw it out there, and if you guys want to jump in, jump in like a frenzy of piranhas here, because it's a little different than normal. But I will say this, I think it's pretty smart what Bethesda did in this case. They took the leak. And I don't know what their plans were. We don't know if it was supposed to be an E3 launch or maybe a pre-E3 thing or maybe later. And they said, look, this got out there. This is the perfect opportunity to help market this thing, which I thought was really smart. And Rage 2 is being talked about now a lot more than maybe if it had been a blip in E3. So I think it was really smart as far as Bethesda's way of hopping on to this leak. Um, So that was my first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree. From what I've read uh, a little bit, uh, they said that basically they were already going to, they were planning to release the announcement of that game the same day anyways, is what I read. So it ended up just panning what? out really? for them. But I, I, don't, I don't know how true that is. Regardless, it, I think it was really smart of them to, exactly what you're saying, piggyback off of that because it has generated so much buzz. I remember the first Rage because we, we talked about it um, during, back in the old days during our old podcast, and it's a fairly well received game, but it was it didn't do like gangbusters or anything like that. It was it yeah, was a no. fairly tepid response, mm-hmm. um, and then it just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I remember within the first year of it being released, or uh, the first year after it was released, it was like down to ten dollars. So it was a decently popular game, but it wasn't like super like super popular like i was thinking and then you know this leak happened and it seems like everyone's talking about this game and it's really surprising because of like this wasn't happening during the first game so i i'm i'm pretty shocked but um yeah it's i th- i think that was really smart of bethesda i don't think there yeah. was a better thing they could have done than exactly what they did they could have gotten mad or they could have just said you know what let's use it we just got free press and they did exactly what they needed to yeah. Yeah. I definitely think they should be getting a raise for the way they handled that. Uh, yeah. They, somebody they definitely but, made the most out of that situation. It, it's all conspiracy. They have somebody on the inside at Walmart that leaked it on purpose as a way to help their marketing. That's it it's a big conspiracy theory. Um, yeah, that makes you. sense to me because, <laughs> I mean, they came out with those trailers like, few days later like it's ready I don't to know go how, i don't know how long well, it takes to actually you know make a trailer a gameplay trailer i put together a teaser yeah i imagine most of that stuff for the e3 season is probably pretty close to done for about everybody yeah. though right yeah, e3 is yeah. in a month so yeah 
It so. seems more, most likely that maybe it was going to... Like, Shay has embarrassed up an interesting point. When were they actually going to release it? I want to look that up after the show. But mm-hmm. it seems likely if it was going to be an E3 thing, they only had to bump it up a month. And the nice thing is... They're getting all the headlines. Like, I listened to people talk about Rage 2 on the Bombcast the other day for, like, 20 minutes. Mm. If it was an E3 launch, that would have never happened. It would have been... Probably would have been a footnote. Yeah. Like, people would have talked about... They they still would... Everyone would have still been surprised that they were making another Rage after the first one. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think it would have caught on. I think that's... I think that's a really good point. This actually... This leak gives more credence, because if it was released at E3... You think about all the games that have been released at E3 that take forever to get finished, mm-hmm. i.e. Final Fantasy XV or the Final Fantasy VII remake, just like two yeah. examples. Or, or games Kingdom that Hearts 3, pl- which we've been hearing about one. for the last 45 years. Yeah, yeah or a game that like was debuted at E3 and then was canceled, for example, Scalebound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you, like you think, and you're like, oh yeah, E3's awesome, but at the same time, we take it with a grain of salt now. Um, just because of all the like all the events that have kind of changed that landscape, but you look at something where a store has it like in their system, and you're like, oh shit, this game really is actually mm-hmm. coming because they're going to sell it. It's in someone's yes. system. That is a little bit more credence to this game being released. So of yep. course, Rage Two's coming. Oh shit, it's actually cool. coming. It's not just a yeah. And some of them were like. Yeah, no, you're right. Some of them were like kind of generic dates, like they weren't all specific, but it was just like, oh, if the retailer has it, then that means mm-hmm. they're playing. I mean, that's to go to retailer is usually a little more legitimate. So, um, I just thought it was so sad. The opposite of that, Borderlands Three actually was on that list too, and then <laughs> Gearbox had to come out and be like, uh, actually, it's not going to be at E3. We're not ready to show anything yet. It was like the opposite, like most mm-hmm. deflating thing. Like th- yeah. they were like doing the opposite hype roll. I don't know. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I I think that's the wrong way to do it because like I know people love the Borderlands series a lot and I know like one or two personal friends who are pretty excited about the game but it's just that obviously the gaming world isn't as stoked because they didn't, you know, steer into that storm so to speak. And they're not well, going to reap the benefits of that. They may have been a casualty of the fact that if this leak was just a legitimate leak, they might have been like fuck Borderlands 3 isn't even close to ready to show yet. God damn it. <laughs> they might yeah. have been on the other side of it, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. It's just, yeah, it sucks. it's unfortunate. I mean, like, it is what it is also, at this fuck, point. Yeah. Also, <laughs> fuck them for taking 10,000 years to make Borderlands. One of our, it's actually a comment that somebody left on our, um, on our Rage 2 post, you know, just because I feel like it's a natural place to drop it here, um, that basically had to do with, uh, it's Tori Lynn who was talking about Borderlands 3, and we started going back and forth saying, like, yeah, Borderlands 3 has been in the making for fucking, like, when did Borderlands 2 drop? I don't, I, it was like 2000. forever. 10 yeah. or something? It's crazy, man. 2011, like, I think. I think 2011. Like, I don't know yeah, what. That sounds about right. Gearbox has just been fucking around, rehashing that, and then Duke Nukem nonsense. Like, I don't know. what. Didn't they make Battleborn 2, which was a disaster? Like, I don't know what Gearbox is trying to do other than implode their own brand. That's, brand you know? that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. People can... Eh. I don't know. I don't, I, people can complain about that, but then no one's had to deal with Bethesda's... As much as we're praising Bethesda, let's not forget the reshoveling of Skyrim for literally every conceivable electronic mm-hmm. device, because they won't that's refuse fair. to yeah, make that's the fair. sixth one. That, 
that game has been re-released more than the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy games at this point. Almost like, <laughs> more than Minecraft, too. Yeah. Fuck's sake. That was the only problem I had with... I played Skyrim in VR, and, like, I... And I remember just thinking, like, it's the only VR game I've ever played where I was like, yeah, this feels like a game from 2011 that they tried to put in VR, and I just... Mm. I couldn't get into it. I know a lot of people seem to really like it, so I must be in the minority there. But I, I was like, this is fine, but it just... It very much feels like a game from 2011. And, I, yeah. you know, that threw me off a little bit, but... um. Anyways, that whole thing is just strange, right? But the idea of leaks in general, if you guys have anything, you know, personal to say about this, for me, when I think of this uh, scenario, I just think of the fact that it just gets me a little more antsy for things, and I kind of get frustrated. Like, just as a consumer, I like to know, the cool thing we talk about a lot now is when things get launched at E3, we're more likely to see them that year, which is like a new trend, or Mm -hmm. early the next year. So, with this leak in particular, other than Rage 2, which is still kind of up in the air, like, a lot of these games still not gonna the final fantasy 7 remake was in there like are we ever gonna fucking see that game like it's that becoming game like so actually frustrating... i was talking with uh i was talking with one of my friends about that that is not um actually sector 7 um i was talking with her about it, it that is not getting released until 2023 um it cha- um it's changed Jesus hands Christ. and but the the Why new creative they... director the new creative director Man. said that um Basically, the 2023 release date is unacceptable, so he's pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Does anybody even... If Final Fantasy won't even be how a you, thing... How do you even develop <sighs> for that? Like, like there's... Uh, you'd have to make your own engine at that point, because nothing <sighs> is going to be the same that far down the road. Like, that's... Did, that's that's yep. absolutely... Re- I, I still don't know why they're remaking that shit. That, that makes zero fucking sense like it made no they should have just done a simple remake just updated visuals same game pop it out in four years make people happy this it's remember 15 it like got caught in all these square games kingdom hearts 3 they get caught in developer turmoil and final fantasy 15 was lucky that it was good it probably should have been a dumpster fire it was only good because it was a fucking beautiful mess you know that is rare yeah it did Um, everything wrong in all the right ways like, I yeah, love that game yeah. because of exactly how screwed up everything in it is. Like, it's You can it's feel bizarre. when you play that game, it feels chopped up. It feels like a bunch of people, you know, had a bunch of hands in the kitchen, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's kind of a, a weird feeling. If you're someone like me, it didn't matter because all the little pieces I thought were great. So it lucked out. But uh, for the most part, like, you could feel the story got chopped out in that game. And I don't want to break it down right now because that's not what this is about. But the point is that yeah. Square has a lot of fucking problems internally getting shit out over the past 10 15 yeah. years I'd... you know yeah you know what's funny about that is like they decided to make final fantasy 7 episodic and it kind of it kind of makes me think that now that you guys are mentioning that in the context of us talking about it that with final fantasy 15 changing hands and it feeling episodic and it being successful they're like oh this kind of works let's do that for final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. let's just Ugh. make that episodic too that's the dumbest thing I think they could possibly do. I really think that's dumb. Although, if it was episodic, but they released, like, two episodes already, that's, that's different. You know? I don't like, know. I mean, like, really, the way yeah. Final Fantasy VII worked, it played very episodically. Like, really, there were story chunks in that game because it was mm-hmm. such an open world. Well, they're like, all like that, sort of, for all four but, discs. But Final Fantasy VII in particular had a really just like chunky feel to it. Like you'd you'd hit a town, it would it it felt almost like a chunky mouth feel. You know, like some sort of a shonen anime type 
story arc. Like you'd hit a town, it would have something going on there, and then you'd move on and be a whole new arc. Like there was always the whole, you know, overarching story, but each individual place you went to felt completely unique. So I, I can, I can see what they're trying yeah. to do with Final Fantasy VII, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm worried to say the That's least. Interesting that you mentioned that. I never really thought about that. Wouldn't they, with yeah. episodic content though? If the first episode drops in 2023. That's depressing, right? Well, that means the the rest are coming later than if, that. If I had to guess, Square, just the way they've been handling everything else, seems like they'd want everything done when they drop the first one, and then just have a schedule. Um, if I had to guess, um, they they've managed episodic stuff well with Life is Strange before, so like they have a model to go off of with with the success they had with that. Um, but, yeah, like, with with their baby, it, you know, being Final Fantasy VII and everything, I would guess that they would be basically done with the whole thing before they released the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's, I will say this on a final note, and then we can move on to this Final Fantasy VII tie, which I think is interesting. I just think that it's a, I'll go on record. I think it's a dumb idea. I think it's disastrous. Like we live in a world where people play RPGs like obsessively when they come out and people would d- devour that episodic content in a day or two. And then they'd be angrily left waiting for the next one to drop. Like we just don't live in a world where people are going to be like, you know, great. I'll, I'll wait a couple months for the next 10 hours of this game. Like I just, I, don't, I think it's a stupid idea, but whatever it, it is what it is. You know, square is pretty much making all the wrong decisions. Uh, nowadays it's just a miracle when anything turns out um fish how did you feel about this whole rage 2 thing like uh we're seeing this leak rage 2 drop like what's what is the fish thinking uh it was it was surprising that they've been considered making you know rage 2 but uh, i mean this is bethesda and you know the original rage was it ran beautiful on that 360 and um, did you play rage yeah Yeah, okay okay cool I, I i never beat it but like yeah, I loved how smooth everything moved in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not so much the setting. Well, that setting was pretty popular back then with like Fallout and like post-apocalyptic type of yeah. settings. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. trendy. It, it was trendy, and like now it seems like it's coming back around with you know zombies and uh, different types of games coming out with. Of different genres within the, you know the same kind of uh, skin of zombie apocalypse. Oh no! Um, but, yeah, Josh, we were but, almost done with zombies and apocalypse games, and they're coming back on us. We've yeah, been, we've been around too long. Yeah, we're never going to escape at this point. It's just no. Well, <sighs> Shay will be in heaven forever. Uh-huh. Well, the the next generation <laughs> comes along. It's like, oh, what's this? Zombies? Oh, this looks fucking cool. <laughs> Rage? Like, hey, what's that? Yeah. Oh shit, selling. All right, let's keep making these games. You know, uh, no, I, I was I was surprised that they even considered making you know that or rebooting that uh, IP. But um, watching the gameplay trailer, like it looks like they're taking it uh, from the trailer. At least it looks like it's very, I don't, I guess like a light kind of 
not easy going, but like kind of a Borderlands? funky type. They're taking it like Borderlands? <laughs> no, it's like they... The the announced trailer is just like a completely different direction with the whole punk rock aesthetic that they were going for, which yeah. was drastically different than the original aesthetic, which was, hey, we heard you like Wastelands. Uh, mm-hmm. And Oil Barrels. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who that first one was Who so doesn't? boring. Like, so yeah. All right. They get it in there, Josh. Go ahead. Get it in the, get. Well, yeah. They had the announced the- trailer, which... Wait, didn't wait. show anything, and then okay, okay. then the gameplay looked exactly like the first game. So well, that's what I'm saying. That the yeah. the, the new vibe for uh, Rage looks more like the vibe of Borderlands, like punky, kind of crazy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Borderlands opened with well, a Cage <laughs> the Elephant song. You know yeah. what I mean? While you're on a train, so mm-hmm. it's yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then they showed the gameplay, and it it looked exactly like the original Rage. Like it was just. Well, I don't did know. It? I not, don't think not so. Not for me. It looked a little bit more realistic well, to me. Um, it looked like more like it's a decade a, later. A rig- so yeah, but yeah, like but <laughs> overall, it looked basically the same. Yeah, um, like been, I don't think so. No, I don't think. I don't so think so. It looks so yeah, much they got different. Like you guys new... remember that boomerang weapon? You guys remember yeah. that boomerang? Oh, yeah. the boomerang was so great. There's nowhere to be found. It's in the trailer like five times. Oh. Is it really the boomerangs in there? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's in the trailer, and I missed it because I'm stupid. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> know if they ever show it being used, but they show the character well, walking around well, with it a few times. Well, it's Avalanche this time, which Josh, you're the only one here who gives a shit about Just Cause, but Avalanche is involved. So basically, imagine the beauty and the speed of, like, Doom, but in an open world where, mm-hmm. like, the world is more of a play tool. Yeah. I mean, that like sounds promising, but, like... I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in that original story because it was just so fucking generic. Like, it was... Yeah. I don't think it matters, though. I don't think the original... Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I I don't know why they're... Why have a sequel to that? Why make a sequel to something so generic no one remembers the first one? (sighs) Like, that's that's the thing I don't get about the whole thing. That's a good question, Josh. Go ahead, Fish. Go ahead. Look, I see you perking up there. Well, well, the thing with, like, uh, Wolfenstein is, like, you know, Wolfenstein yeah. is, you know, they, they rebooted it and um, put their own spin and take on it and did whatever they wanted with that uh, IP, essentially. And um, I, I think that's... Uh, with, like, Doom, though, like, Bethesda really wanted, you know, to capture that feeling of uh, that the original doom's uh gameplay and it, it, in a modern sense and i think they nailed that and it felt great playing that game yeah um and it was well received like right now like i think bethesda's really knocking it out of the park as far as first person shooters Bethesda's go. hot right now yeah, <laughs> so hot. yeah. i mean so if anybody far, can do it I, well i can see them doing it like they like you said yeah. they've been they have been remaking their old IPs in a spectacular fashion lately, so mm-hmm. I this, can see that. But This is the weirdest yeah. thing about the world we live in, Josh. We live in a world where you can take a game that was somewhat of a commercial failure 10 years ago and turn it into a launching pad for something new and exciting. It's almost like a weird cult like following sort of thing, like... Just the fact that they're making a Rage 2 gets people excited, even if they didn't like Rage 1. It's the mm-hmm. weirdest fucking thing. Like, that's just the sort of world yeah. we live in. That's how you know, games work. Yeah, as far as that goes, too, just just the fact that they're making a Rage 2 is news. 
because, like you said, the first one sold so poorly. Well, and, I don't know if it sold poorly. But... Well, it sold poorly. Nobody seemed to critically like the thing. Like, it's... We're talking about it because it's Rage 2. If they were just making another IP, I don't think anyone would have noticed. Like, it would have been... That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. They called it something else, you know, it wouldn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. And and they said and the weird thing is if you talk to people that played Rage, they'd be like, you know what? Rage played well and it was really beautiful, but I didn't like this or that. And they said, Okay, well what if we changed the this or that you didn't mm-hmm. like and made those things things that you do like? Boom. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Hey, boom. Yeah, I mean go. we'll so, see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll I'm see. definitely gonna play it just to compare to the first one. So yeah. yeah. For the record, I like the first one. I don't think it's the greatest thing ever. I think I gave it like an eight point nine back in the day. And when it wasn't the greatest thing ever. Give it a nearly perfect <laughs> score. Eight point no ten is a perfect score. Eight point nine would be eight point nine is a nearly perfect score. No, as long as you're not no. fucking psychopathic and well, think that the middle of the si- middle of the scale is a seven point five. Like most games. In my old, <laughs> in my old overly analytical ways, I was like, it's just on the cusp of being uh, top tier, but not mm-hmm. quite. Which would make it a seventy if it's just on the t- cusp of being top tier. Well, we had so. a weird rating system, Josh. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had a weird ass rating system back mm-hmm. in the day. That I miss dearly. But now reviews don't really matter to me anymore. My point is that I, yeah, I'm a I'm a defender of rage to a point. To a point. I'm not gonna yeah. blow me. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just looking while you guys were talking. As uh, I found this 2012 article that said it sold 2.3 million copies at the time, and it had, the sequel had been canceled in 2013, and then they reannounced that uh, Bethesda had reannounced that it had sold well enough to warrant a sequel back mm. in 2016. So it's been I guess it had a longer tail than we thought. So yeah. it was probably like just a bare like how much did it cost to make is probably another question too. Like two point three million that's that's an amazing number. Like remember Kingdoms of Amalur sold like over two million and Kurt Schilling was defending it on Twitter, but it's like yeah your company went out of business because you didn't know how to fucking handle your finances. So mm, right. <laughs> two million exactly. should never be a failure. Exactly. But yeah no that's no. a good point Shay I I thought it sold well enough. Yeah, yeah. But what what about some of the other leaks? Because like this week, the Kingdom Hearts three leak happened, and that's been a big deal as well. Have you guys heard anything about that? <laughs> I have not heard anything about the Kingdom Hearts three leak. So no, basically, some gameplay or uh, a cut, excuse me, a cut sequence from the game, yeah, um, has been leaked. Basically, alluding to some characters being in the game that hadn't been announced yet. And of course, mm. the the developers are a little bit frustrated, and for good reason because it's like they've been working on this game for so long, and then someone just happens to leak it, and it's being picked at right now much sooner than they wanted it to be after working years and years on this game. Yeah, huh? Well, that's eh, they're taking too long. I have no sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking well, sympathy for. I mean. It's, yeah, yeah, but the leak doesn't ruin I mean, the thing. Is that what does the leak ruin? Does it ruin anything? I mean, I don't understand. Like, how does a leak ever? Well, yeah, bad? yeah, it's just, it's it's in the same vein as spoilers, essentially. I guess, but I don't. You have to click on mm. the article or click on the video to spoil it for yourself. You can't accidentally well, but, spoil it. You know what I mean? Eh, not just That's that. I don't think there's any way to spoil anything in Kingdom Hearts story because it doesn't make any sense. It makes it's absolutely no sense. What are you sense. saying, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm number 14 in my black... I mean, like, I liked Kingdom Hearts when I was, like, 
20 years old. I don't even remember if I like it anymore because it's been 8,000 fucking years. But I'd yeah. like to think I like it. Yeah, no, there's still really good games. But that story, oh dear God. Like, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I can tell you it's what, a... fish like the gummy ship. Fish love that oh, gummy ship. Those gummy <laughs> ships. Everyone gave those shit, but those were awesome. The gummy ships were amazing. Fuck yeah. Make your own ship. Get parts for it. Get weapons. Shit. They yeah. look dumb as fuck. Dumb. They're as dumb as your imagination. You must have <laughs> yeah. imagination. That was a good... <laughs> okay, well, sure, I guess. I mean, the pieces that they gave. I don't even remember. Weren't they, like, blocky and kind of, like... Yes, yes. It's, that's why it's build your own Star Fox ship. is what it was. It was great. Yes. It was fucking yes. great. It was like Panzer Dragoon meets Star Fox. Like you're on rails, just shooting at enemies mm-hmm. coming at you. You try to shoot them all, yeah. rack up combos. You know, I want that, to put that on the internet. That, 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 <laughs> that was the spinoff we deserved. That was the spinoff we deserved. We we needed like three mm-hmm. more gummy ship <laughs> games. <laughs> yes. Is what we needed. You guys are literally. God, you're talking my language, Josh. Oh, God. It's so hard over here. Jerk it off your gummy ship talk. If you'd like to write in and tell Josh and Fish how crazy they are, send us an email to chompcast. Oh, sorry, swordchomp at gmail.com. And you can tell us <laughs> how, great, <laughs> how great the game is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or maybe you love the gummy ship. And you think I'm crazy. Um, on the Instagram page, by the way, every Thursday we have a question of the week. Uh, on our Instagram at swordchomp underscore badzack said the leak did show a lot of games but we knew a majority of them were coming I'm excited for Rage 2 it looks like a big change I'm stoked about the new Splinter Cell 2 Morgan is indeed a psychopath I guess that was one of the questions I put on there um, <laughs> they, <laughs> thank you I forgot about that as I'm reading it it's, it's always disheartening when you read that and then realize what you're reading yeah. <laughs> as you're saying it Morgan is a oh oh Morgan is a great guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Splinter Cell is another thing that's pretty cool. Splinter Cell's had a rough life cycle, man. Like, the first yeah. games came out, and they were, like, dull story-wise, but really cool gameplay-wise. And then they hit their stride with Pandora Tomorrow's multiplayer. And Conviction was actually really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they just, like, burn it out. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even remember the last Splinter Cell game, because they just stopped caring. Yeah. Well, they've tried so many things at this point you don't know what the hell you're getting like each time like it's not like they're bringing their hardcore fans along with them unless they're fans for anything no. but the story yeah because it's always so different so it's it's true yeah it's what was the last that is, one that is a bizarre was, life cycle they've gone it? through was conviction the last one uh, I think there's been something agent since was, then but double agent was before conviction I yeah. think Yes, it was. I can just Google this and solve that. But yeah, I'm we could Google to. it. <laughs> Conviction's <laughs> the last right. one I remember, but I, I feel like uh, there yeah. was one after that. I couldn't tell you, though. That's the problem. We shouldn't have to sit here and be like, what was the last Splinter Cell game? That, that kind of explains the problem. Yeah. Splinter Cell. Um, maybe uh, Fish can Google it while I read this comment. Uh, Sector 7 said, uh, Sector 7 Item Shop, our good friend, said, I'm usually so far out of the gaming loop because all I care about is coverage for certain games. I used to manage a major gaming store that went bankrupt in the past few years, so all we ever were really concerned about were street dates being broken. But mm. I can tell you that there were both major leaks and broken street dates for basically the entire fran- Halo franchise. That's probably what I remember the most. It's funny to me that Final Fantasy VII Remake is even listed on their leak. Is Morgan a psychopath? Aren't psychopaths supposed to be highly intelligent? 
question mark? He's he's the exception that proves the rule. Um, Yeah, street dates, that's like a whole other thing, but yeah. uh, That's always fun when people are playing. It always bothers me on like Twitter and Instagram when people are playing the game like two days early. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that? Who who gave that to you? yeah, I I worked in a retail store for a while, and the guy knew he was a big nerd. And I would go back into the the area where the boxed yeah. games were, and I'd be like, "Oh, this game's coming out Tuesday." And he yeah. he would just watch me like a hawk. He's like, "What do you? Yeah. Don't touch that thing." It's like, it wasn't technically a leak, but uh, one of my favorite having something early stories was back from high school, and I, I'm sure oh, I remember this. You remember I this? Remember yeah, because yeah. we CD? used to live on a yeah. military base, and. Uh, yeah. The BX there was not super strict about release dates. When they got the or shipments, they, they put stuff out. Um, or they were dumb. <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, one of the two. Um, so anyway, Linkin Park's new CD, the, what Ooh. everyone was so psyched for, especially Morgan, uh-huh. was supposed to come out on Tuesday because that's when music releases. And there I show are. up on Monday on the bus with a brand new CD to listen to <laughs> in my headphones. Right across from Morgan. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what is this, uh, what yeah. is this depressingly emo rap metal you're listening yeah. to over there very loudly, Josh? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. I brought, the, I brought the headphones that leaked the most. Just, just, <laughs> just to rub it in his face. The whole way to school. And listen Oh, to, yeah. yeah. I actually remember that very distinctly. <laughs> I, I think you actually called me the night before and you were rubbing it in or something, because mm-hmm. I remember knowing. Yeah, because it was not only put out early. I think I got the last copy at the BX, too. Like, like I took the only one that they had there, because <laughs> they'd put it out early. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that story. Mm-hmm. Cut me deep. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I just looked up uh, okay, what we Splinter got? Cell's last uh, video game. Uh, it was Blacklist. Blacklist. Black- Don't even remember what? that. What? Came sure. out in 2013, and IGN gave it a 9.2. A <laughs> wow. Huh. Wow. But yeah. sounds IGN like a Splinter Cell game score. to me. I believe you. Sure. Sounds <laughs> like an IGN score. I believe you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lopez Lyman 70 said, Rage was a real hit and miss because it came out during a period of other mediocre games, so I guess the developers want to waste their money sure and morgan is a borderline psycho where's all this coming from all this psycho okay so uh thank you lopez lyman i (laughs) but i I get where he's coming from yeah i think the Um, the number one sign of a psychopath is asking people if you're a psychopath and then not remembering it because you're getting all these responses and somehow shocked by all of them i did ask them the third person it is morgan (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's the trick ask them in the third person um, I, Lopez Lyman is kind of right. Like we were talking about that earlier. It was a fad at the time with the post-apocalyptic thing, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know if it's a waste of money. We just talked about the sales. Maybe Lopez Lyman yeah. will be as surprised as we are to hear it sold 2.3 million copies or what? I can't, but Shay said it was 3 million. Oh, something like that. Where was it? Shay? 2.3 sounded 2.3. Yeah. Which, 2.3. you know, if there was, if we found out Cuphead sold 2.3 million, we'd be shouting it from the roofs. So it's all a matter of perspective, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, um, I think the reason that wasn't as impressive sounding at the time is because they were so, so hyping the whole, yeah. their, their new engine and everything to make it look so pretty. And then... Well, it was id. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty, yeah. Yeah, because that was, that was the big thing, was that they had their new engine that was so much prettier than everything else at the time, and then, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a little bit of a 
it's a flop if you're going for that sort of an impact for sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's but it's hard to market a game and say, hey, you know what? This is gonna be kind of fun. Check it out. <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. It did have its high points, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll try and keep an yeah. open perspective on it. And the trailer too. didn't really excite me, but we'll see. I liked Rage. Yeah. Let's hope Rage Two is good. Me yeah. too. Uh, last comment here. Epidemic Mike, uh, or Epidemic, sorry, I don't want to fuck up your name, one, said, I was never into game leaks, so I can't really remember them. Mid to late 80s, there was more lore around the arcade machine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like Rage, the story of the, or the gameplay, so I'm not really that excited. I really hope for more of a new IP and not just iterative games. Um, and no, that's true, but it looks like they're taking the approach to make this... Oh, he said something about No Man's Sky. I gotta read this to see if I get all heated. Uh... <laughs> He says, what I really want is a No Man's Sky game, but set in a Star Wars universe. I don't know. I guess. I mean. That would be cool. Kind of what No Man's Sky is, I guess. Randomly generated universe. Um, Anyways, to his point, though, I wanted to tell you guys. I had some cool things I wanted to read to you. Really briefly, I'll grab some more interesting ones to see if you remember any of these. So this is kind of a quick trick through memory lane for our listeners and maybe for us. One that I saw on some of the most famous game leaks ever. One was StarCraft 2, and it says, this is all from GamesRadar.com. It says, talk about ruining the surprise. In 2010, a good two years before StarCraft 2, Heart of the Swarm was set to release, the ending cinematic was leaked and spread across the internet. Now, apparently, um, the ending cinematic was not completely finished. It was kind of like the pre-visualization version, so it still Mm, looked pretty janky. But spoilers, there were spoilers there and that got out, which again, if you click on it to watch it, that's on you. It's not on the people leaking the goddamn thing. You know, it's like, I never understand why people don't like to take responsibility for the fact that they can't not look or click or what, you know, if you're going to, I get needing to know if that's some sort of compulsion, but eh, don't blame other people. Especially back then, like now it's a little bit more of a thing because people will make those spoilers immediately into memes and you'll just see the spoiler right in uh, an image somewhere that's but, somewhat true yeah but yeah back if, then it was don't click on the damn thing so. if you know an asshole that i try to i try to get rid of people that make memes i can't stand memes I, I know that sounds such a like anti-counter i hate memes dude i'm mm-hmm. above memes but i just don't like them i just yeah. they don't even really make me like rarely sometimes fish will send me yeah. a meme that's kind of funny uh, yeah i get a, that though like if you're not if you don't understand them what what what's really in it for you so I don't. I don't get most of them. Like that Infinity War thing that's going around, them like being vaporized or whatever. I don't get it. I know nine out of ten people get that stupid meme. I don't get it. So thanks for leaving me out of the fun, people. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. That's what it is. I don't like them because I feel like I'm left out of the party. I don't like that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> I've been left out the of the party. S- with a snap of my fingers, I can make Morgan disappear. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that either. But somebody might. Um, I've I've been left out of the party. I've been left. <laughs> That's actually the V that you're talking about. Yeah, I know. The dude, just vaporizing. Okay, but do you know why? You haven't seen the movie. No, I haven't. So how the <laughs> fuck do you know? <laughs> I'm a casualty to spoilers apparently oh, through memes. <laughs> or you just don't care. I guess you could fall into the crowd of people that's like, I don't give a shit. I'll spoil yeah. it because yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. If you don't give a crap about actually going to see the movie, you can spoil it for yourself and be in the loop immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah save minor yourself God two of, hours. 
Minor God of War spoiler here, so cover your ears for 10 seconds if you don't want to hear it. Three, two, one. I had the uh, Blades of Kratos, Blades of Chaos spoiled like within the first week of the game coming out. Didn't bother me at all because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, of course those are in there. But like, I'm sure a lot of people will get really mad about that. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, how it was done was interesting and that couldn't really be spoiled. Yeah. So, right. Well, I mean, it could have been. And that, knowing how you got them is a much worse thing to know than that they're there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's the execution. Of yeah. The, the way they handle it is generally so much more important than just, hey, there's a thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's a very minor example. Um, one that I was reading on here is kind of funny, Joshua. Appreciate this. It's called Project Trico, um, <laughs> aka The Last Guardian. Uh, as well loved as Team Ico and Colossal Projects are, it's no surprise that some fans went nuts when a job listing on Sony Japan's corporate site hinted that the developer's next game was well underway. Uh, what is it a surprise that none of them stole the game's special announcement trailer from Sony servers and put it online for the whole world to see? Um, so basically, they did the uh, the trailer came out and then the Project Trico thing, and there was a job listing. Job listings are another weird way that I wouldn't say it's really a leak, but you'll find out that games are coming out because they're like, oh, we're hiring somebody for Diablo 4, and everyone's like in a frenzy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a whole... That's yeah, a I, whole don't even, I, I don't even... I don't, I don't get this. Really How is knowing that a thing will come out anything that would really affect you one way or the other? Like, that's... That is so bizarre to me. Like, I don't know. Well, I, because the only thing is they might have wanted to get the... So, for example, do you remember when we watched um, Shadow of the Colossus and we were surprised at E3 when that trailer dropped and we were, we were both like, holy shit, is this a Team Ico game? Or, a, or a, what do they call I'm sorry, I fucked up their name. Whatever it is. Is it Team Ico? Is that what they're called? Yes. You should know this, Josh. You're the resident fan of theirs. God that damn That sounds it. right, but um, it's been... Yeah, I think that's right. It sounds right in my head. It just came out. Anyways, we were like so shocked and that initial surprise of seeing that at E3 would be lost if you, let's say, already knew that they were working on it. So maybe there's something to be said for that. Well, um, but... But I agree. It's... But, yeah. like, all you're ever losing is hype, and hype will only yeah. ever disappoint you. Like, yes. hype is not going to make a good game better. It's, you know, it's just going to sell exciting. a few copies that people are going to immediately hawk as soon as they can like yeah. that's so yeah it is exciting this is a cool one a halo 2 um a halo 2 copy was stolen from a european manufacturing plant and uploaded to the internet making it available three weeks before release which was a pretty that was a a, a mm-hmm. very famous one which is pretty cool um i remember yeah, when that I, rem- was- I, I vaguely remember that hmm. I, yeah you mentioning that made like something like triggers it kickstart in my brain mm-hmm. Interesting. kickstart yeah no that's that was a weird one i was really deep into halo at the time so i remember that one pretty well um weirdly enough splinter cell conviction looks like it was one too uh it says uh with far cry 4 on the countdown to release and rumors flying about the release of splinter cell 7 it's easy to forget the days when far cry 2 and splinter cell conviction were the new hotness um has it really been seven years since those games were officially announced and eight years since the surprise was blown when the data about their development was leaked? Uh, much of the data contained in the two gigabar, uh, t- gigabar, two gigabyte RAR or RAR, uh, file 
was stolen from Ubisoft servers in late 2006 with concept art, making this leak seem pretty tame. Um, but it was all about timing. While some of the games featured in the stolen material had already been announced, like Assassin's Creed, the company had said virtually nothing about Far Cry 2 or Splinter Cell Conviction. And, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a, the new Tomb Raider game, the title of it was actually leaked. Some guy saw it on a bus. This was like several years ago. I remember annoying guys about this. Some guy was on a bus and he saw some, an employee working on it. He took a screenshot of the guy's computer and we knew the title of the game was going to be called um, of the new Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And that was something, that's just the name of the game, so it's not really a huge deal. But I remember thinking that was kind of a cool, like, espionage kind of thing. Like, we're finding out the name. Um, if, you know, people get really into that shit, I mean, it's just the name of a game. Who fucking cares, right? But it's sort of the idea that the information is out there. And, in all, and honestly, there's a good summation to this conversation. I would say, if you guys have any up to follow on this, that's fine, too. I'm surprised more things don't get leaked. In the world we live in, with social media being as insane as it is, I'm surprised that more shit does not get leaked, honestly. Um, it's, it's kind of yeah, weird. I'm yeah. surprised that anyone tries su- to keep anything secret at this point. Like, it serves no purpose. Like, internet. Fucking everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. why try mm-hmm. at this point? Just give it up. Like, the companies that I've really enjoyed the way they release stuff lately are the ones that just don't. Like, they release what they're working on, when they're working on it, let everyone see how it's going and stuff. And it just, it makes for just a much more interesting take on it because you get to see the way they're developing stuff. I mean, uh, for example... Just show the development. Is that yeah, what show saying? the development. Like, so be, we get kind of get to see where they're going with it. Um, and part of this yeah. is that I've been, I've kickstarted quite a few projects at this point and people assume that there are going to be updates. They're not going to just give them their money and then not hear anything until the game's ready to release. Like, that's that's just, you know, they want to know what they put their money towards. And that has kind of leaked over to a lot of other game companies as well. And I think it's a good thing. Um, I mean, you see stuff like um, Sea of Thieves has done this really well. Like, they've been really open about where their development is going. They have weekly updates and everything telling you what they're doing next, what, what, what's on the docket to get patched next. Um, and a lot of other companies have been doing similar stuff, like just let people know what That's you're working on. That's the tricky on. part, though, Josh. I, I agree with you, but with games like Sea of Thieves and Destiny, I feel like if the game comes out to a tepid response and it's mm-hmm. a continually growing game, I feel like the def- developers feel a stress to get out there and be like, we're still making stuff, we're still making stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean... But I like how they're doing it. I do yeah. agree with that. I love how they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'd much rather see that because it's it's the opposite of hype. It, you can see clearly if what they're doing is going to be worth your time. Just yes. from up front. It, it's, it's the complete opposite of that. Uh, of that whole just feeling of excited about it because of what it could be. I wish more people could pull the um, the the Metal Gear Solid 2 trick that Hideo did where everyone's like, oh, you don't even know you're not going to play a snake for more than the first couple hours of the game. Like, that's the yeah. ultimate, like, fuck you to hype. He's, that game was so hyped, and he showed you gameplay footage, you just didn't know he was only showing you the first hour of the game. It was such a brilliant thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish more people would do funny stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's harder to do now because of, because of the leaks, but also... I mean, really, 
that's all I would have showed anyway, even if you were playing with Snake the entire time. Likely enough, because there's so much of that game is tied up in story, and they have the same move set, and it's just if you're, there's no difference really between playing Snake and playing Raiden. They can well, show you all the gameplay showed, stuff and yeah. and just show you that first you know hour segment of the game. Um, sneaky, yeah. sneaky. Oh Shay, you're not gonna believe this shit. Holy shit. Um, Stinky Finger sixty nine sixty nine said. I totally found out about this Evoking the Sublime podcast three months ago from Morgan. Um, oh, fuck. I, I must have leaked it somewhere, man. I'm so sorry. God I, damn it. Why, the, the real travesty there is why someone has 69 twice in their name. Yeah. <laughs> Once is never enough, you know what I'm saying? Um, Apparently. Yeah, I left it no, in but a USB That sounds like a really and, suboptimal you know, position for a four-way. Like there, there are better options <laughs> than just sixty-nine. 69. 69. That's yeah. That you're difficult. That's true. Like, why, true. why do that and just happen to be in the same room at that point? That you know, that's a it's a real. Maybe they're waste. doing like like a human pyramid sixty-nine. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. You know, yeah. it's funny that you mentioned that, Josh, because I I had a girlfriend. I won't say her name, but she actually, her and her friend, they had a four-way in a tent. It was like two of them and then two dudes, and they were just going at it right next to each other. And I was like, man. That sounds like a weird life experience to have. Never had that. Um, but I will say this. The, the funniest comment to wrap up this whole segment, uh, Martinez Malgar and Donald Hogan said, <laughs> okay, so Martinez Malgar said, dude, I would shit myself if they made a rage too. And I was like, they're making it. It's happening. And then Donald came in and said, I would also shit myself along with this guy if they made rage too. And I'm like, it's fucking happening, man. It's, it's a I, real I guess thing. We, I guess we huh. need a shit video. We need two shit videos. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just give Tag- them the one cup, though. Okay. <laughs> Two Rage fans shitting one cup. <laughs> That's the new Two guys, one the- cup. Um, Two Rage fans. It's a viral marketing campaign. Um, Two Ragers, one cup, maybe? Two Psychopaths, one cup? That sounds kind of good. Is that what they were called, the bad guys in Rage? Were they just called Psychopaths? I don't know. Maybe. I couldn't tell you. I don't you. remember. <laughs> like, I, I, totally I can remember. literally remember nothing. But the boomerang I nothing. and like okay. that stupid car, like that's car, that's it. Yeah, that car was fun. The buggy, like a doom buggy. I, I, I'm pretty sure there's bandits. Yeah, bandits. Maybe that's what they were. <laughs> I remember like the first four levels being just a big loop, and that boomerang. Like you'd go in, kill your way around in a circle, come back out, get in your car, go kill yourself another circle, and uh, and rinse and repeat mm-hmm. and uh then i yeah. gave up but uh yeah <laughs> i'm sure there were uh, psychopaths in there somewhere somewhere they, they, they all those high you know all those games kind of blur together um thanks for chiming in if you did a couple i wanted to run down some fun polls here by the way every tuesday you can go to at swordchomp on instagram we will run the polls and we will talk about them on the podcast uh, a lot of cool polls this week first up I wanted the phrasing on this poll to be good. Now, we've already talked about Rage 2 a lot, so <laughs> we've already talked about Rage 2 quite a bit, so I won't, I won't regurgitate myself um, too much here, unless you're into that. Um, I'm just going to tag them here really quickly. But the first one was... Uh, <laughs> uh, fish is in it, I know. Um, Rage 2! I'm down! It's cool, but Bethesda doesn't give up on their franchises. And that was the thing that I 
took the most out of this whole thing personally is that I think it's cool that they don't give up on things. Like, I'd love to see another Kingdoms of Amalur, and that probably never happened. I, I like it when moderate successes, they, they don't, you don't, don't, don't give up on them. I think that's a cool thing. Um, so that was the premise of the poll. It came back, 70% of people said yes. We like it when Bethesda does not give up. And we think that's cool. And they're happy for Rage 2. And that's how, see that right there alone, that 70% of the people mm-hmm. that voted are happy for Rage 2 is a fucking crazy thing. So, um, uh, so okay, next one, Cold Pizza. We already talked about that earlier. Came back 52% said, Morgan, you are wrong. Cold Pizza is delicious. Yeah. Um, so I felt Those numbers sound about right. Just from my experience. Just barely. Yeah, because yeah, about, about half of people are, are into the cold pizza. I think yeah, in our I, family, I half of the people that. are cold pizza fans. Like, my daughter will That's always weird. go for cold pizza instead of heating it up the next day. Cold pizza is uh, divine. My wife like any, any will pizza not. Is divine. Yeah. Weird. That's so. weird. Any pizza is divine. So you're, you're a cold pizza guy, Shay? I didn't really hear you chiming in earlier. Yeah, dude, I love cold pizza. I love okay. hot pizza. I love cold pizza. I love blue pizza. I love red pizza. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, I'm gonna need to make my Seuss. own pizza again Seuss soon. Pizza. Red yeah. fish pizza, blue fish pizza. No, I ruined yeah. it. I only I ever make pizza whenever it's just me <laughs> at the house because uh, my wife is allergic to mushrooms, and if I'm gonna make a pizza, I'm gonna make a fucking pizza. Um, I love mushrooms, man. So, yeah, I always, I like I always have to wait like until she's got something going on that she won't be around for dinner to make some pizza. <laughs> yeah. Why does your cooking sound like a threat? If I'm going to make a pizza, I'm going to make a fucking pizza. Mm-hmm. I, don't think I, also, I also realized you guys just didn't catch. I was like, I love mushrooms, man. I didn't mean <laughs> it that way, but <laughs> the way I said it came across as... Yeah. All mushrooms, mushrooms are great. man. Drug mushrooms. They really are. Penis mushrooms, they're all great. Food mushrooms, they're all great. Um, <laughs> food mushrooms. That's how specific. Food a, mushrooms. Anything's a food if you chew hard enough. Fungus. <laughs> um, sure. Sure. Uh, it says, um, I still check on Pokemon Go from time to time. This is a good quick segment for me and Fish to talk about Pokemon Go. Um... Which I, I sucked fish back in just out of curiosity. So this is how it happened uh, for our listeners and, and you guys as well. By the way, 70 or 68% of our audience said no. They do not check back in on Pokemon Go from time to time. It's dead to them, which is understandable. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason I tried to get you hooked, I tried on this. I don't want to say hooked because I don't really care about that much. But I have an employee and I, I was at my job and I walked in on my coworker and... He was talking with his other coworker about Pokemon Go, and they were comparing. I was like, oh, that's cute. Po- people are still playing Pokemon Go in some corners of the world. And now these particular employees, are they're friends of mine, nice guys. Um, they also, I caught them playing Final Fantasy Brave Exvius a couple weeks ago. So basically they're living me and Fish's like, nightmare life uh, on a regular basis. Hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> No, no, those guys are living their best lives. What are you talking about? Well, they're in the mobile world because they were still playing Pokemon Go, and I was like, ah, I I play real Pokemon, but Pokemon Go just didn't do it. And they're like, really? I love Pokemon Go, man. I play with my girlfriend or my my wife all the time. And he started talking to me about shiny Pokemon, and my my ears perked up. I was like, what? 
shiny Pokemon. Those those aren't in Pokemon Go. It's like, yeah, man, they've changed a lot since the original. So he proceeded to tell me all the things they've changed since the game came out two years ago, and I fucking had a love-hate relationship with it, mostly hate, because it just didn't fucking work. And I decided to give it another shot just to see how far it's come, and I sucked fish back down that hole, too. Um, so I don't know, fish, like, we've been playing Pokemon Go again for the past two days. The phenomenon that Pokemon Go had taken over the world a couple years ago, everyone and their mother was playing it. One of the biggest games ever. Mm-hmm. Fortnite probably has now eclipsed it, but Pokemon Go was huge, um, to say the least. People were comparing yeah. it to Pac-Man at the time. I, I, miss, I miss those first, you know, couple of weeks Good of days. Pokemon Go yeah. going live, like... Like just it felt like the whole world just came together yeah. on one fucking yeah. game and it was fucking magical. It was and then it just everybody realized that the game was just pretty much shit and uh left it to rot, I guess, and then all the other like hardcore people got into it. But you know, all different walks of life of people just enjoy that game like uh, I've, talking to like an older woman about that game like she plays that game because it's like a social thing for her still still plays it still plays it uh (laughs) years after you know it came out and like she she's on like facebook groups and stuff and she's like oh yeah they're having some sort of event downtown uh and all these all these people in this pokemon group are gonna be there i'm like oh well i guess that's one way to you know kind of stay in that game as kind of a more social thing which that's essentially what it when it first came out what was the phenomenon about it was like everybody was playing it going out and seeing everybody playing the game was just like this fucking crazy thing yeah Um, yeah it was but like yeah i i i played maybe an hour of it since i downloaded it yesterday um in the past two days and yeah i realized how what a boring experience it is for me at least like the first time i downloaded it i was like oh i got i i I, it was tied to my google account and i just popped an incense which summons pokemon to you and i had three pokemon come up to me in the 30 minute time that uh you get that incense bump Hmm. and yeah i was just like okay that's fucking worthless i'm not gonna use one of those again um, maybe you have to move around, but, uh, I didn't feel like getting out. Um, and then today, like I was driving and playing Pokemon Go, just like the good old days, you know? Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> uh, I started realizing like they still have, you know, all the, uh, same Pokemon stops and along with like newer places as well. Like, uh, for some reason, like, I guess they struck a deal with like phone companies or something like mm-hmm. You go to go to a sprint and it'll be a Pokemon stop. So yeah, I guess that's how they uh, they have some like advertisement with them deal with them. Yeah, they they sold Pokemon stops to several companies, um, like mm-hmm. especially phone companies and uh, McDonald's in particular. In order yeah, to, which is you know boost sales uh, there. Which right. Yeah. I mean, it's a good move on their it's, part, just to be able to sell something, you know, sell a couple mm-hmm. lines of code to these companies for, right. you know, nice payday. Yeah, I mean, 
it's here's the weird thing. So apparently it's died down quite a bit, but from what I was reading in like the most recent articles I could find, it's about uh, a little over five million daily users, which is still really high compared that's, to most games. That's still really good, considering no one's really talking about it. But if you compare it to the um, you know 130 million people that were playing when it first came out, it seems yeah. rather paltry. But there, the, I was surprised that this game is still chugging, man. This game is still yeah. chugging along. Um, I wouldn't consider that chugging to what it once was, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I was just looking around in my area, looking at like Pokemon gyms and stuff like that. Like you can see that people are throwing in their Pokemon mm-hmm. in these gyms. People are still fighting over gyms, um, and they have made some um, positive changes in the game. Um, that I've noticed, um, like, uh, for instance, like, I guess they changed it, but I used to not be able to catch anything at my house. And now like every once in a while, I was just like browsing through all the different Pokemon that I've caught. And, uh, uh, I'll get a notice that, uh, a Pokemon appeared right in your house. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah essentially. Cool. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Um, huh. but yep. It, yeah, I guess they changed some minor stuff like that. Um, and they also added some different items as well. Uh, and they also added raids, which is, I, I haven't done one, but it's... Why would you add aids? Essentially that seems like a thing raids. you'd want to get rid of. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. That makes more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fish, yeah. it's actually, Pokemon Go is number 56 on the uh, free app store, and it is... It is slightly less than Clash Royale, but more than your beloved Golf Clash, even as of today. So, still doing all right. Hmm. Above Clash of Clans, it's it's you know, I don't know. It's in a weird spot. It's hard to really get a, a really a pulse on how popular that game still is. It's very strange, you know. Like Fish was saying. Um, anyways, Fish, I interrupt you. Go ahead. You're just bad. Yeah, and I, I I wonder how many of those people are like just getting into it who are playing yeah, right too. now, or if those people were there since day one and are still playing it well, to this day. Like, so the breakdown of the cool things about this game are pretty simple. If you played Pokemon Go before, I'm not going to try and talk you into playing it. I don't even know how long I'm going to play it, but I am going to keep playing it for a couple reasons, at least right now. And the first one is they're up to Gen three, so there's three generations of Pokemon, which for me, is really cool, because one of my biggest complaints with the original was, yeah, everyone loves the first 150 Pokemon, right? But you catch the same fucking Pokemon over yeah. and over and over. I made and like, so many Pidgey Nuggets in the, mm-hmm. the amount of time I played that's Pidgey sandwiches, Pidgey mm-hmm. stew, Pidgey chili. I know, it's just, yeah. Just only so many ways you can cook those things. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's just like... <laughs> Just like shrimp and and uh, Forrest Gump, there's only mm-hmm. so many ways you can cook it. But um, this is funny. No, Shay doesn't know this, but we can actually see him walking around in the background in his webcam, and <laughs> he's just like grabbing something from his fridge. We're just creepily stalking him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping you do something funny, so I can mention it on the podcast. And if you yeah. listen to you it, you should you should sensually like, oh. describe what he's doing, fish. Oh, uh, looks like uh, Shay's. Oh, he, what is he wearing? Looking back his hair. It's like you're putting something up in a mm-hmm. cupboard. Nice. And scratching his happy trail. Chest. Oh, and, God. oh. Shirtless. He's looking at yep. us intently in uh-huh. the eyes. And he's back. He's back. There he is. Hey. 
We were just creepily describing what you were doing on the webcam to our audience because we were watching you for the past, mm-hmm. <laughs> the past little bit. Oh, yeah, we could see I? you. I was doing something creepy. Uh, not really. We were we were making it out to be creepy than it was. Um, but what what I was saying was, so they're up to Gen three now. So there's tons of Pokemon, Tarantars in there, which is Fish's favorite Pokemon, Sharpedo. You got Mudkips. You got all sorts of cool Pokemon. That's that's cool, right? You don't catch the same fucking shit all the time. Although there's way too many Roselias, I can tell you in my fucking town. Um, oh my god, yeah, same. Same for you? Same. Fucking Roselias yeah. everywhere? God damn it. Roselias? Yeah. They realized we were getting just way Lindsay? too fat with the Pidgeys. They wanted to wanted to get us hooked on some salad. Some salads, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a nice garnish yeah. for your Pidgey. Mm-hmm. Um, if you cook it, if you roast the Pidgey and then get some Rosalia uh, garnish yeah. on the you side. You can, it really just... Even though it's only adding one more ingredient, it exponentially increases the number of things you can make out of that Pidgey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, well, the rose, the red flower adds a complete different flavor than the blue flower. On mm-hmm. the other hand, it's it's a really yeah. it's a really incredible thing. Um, but yeah, so no, fish, you feel no, like pig? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. And you know, here's the biggest thing about the game: it works now. Like, 99.9% of the time, the game has not crashed on me once. It's still, if you close it for too long, it's kind of annoying. It will still shut down. It has to reload, which I hate. With bigger games, they have to do that. Like, if you close it in the background, at least on my phone, it will have to reload itself, like, every yeah. couple minutes. Well, that's, that's a server-side thing. That's just to make sure that they don't keep you logged in when you're tabbed out of the thing for, you know, too long. Because otherwise, they're just going to be wasting money running servers they don't need to. Yeah. yeah. I hate that, though. I hate that. A lot of mobile games don't do that, but they're cheap. They're much cheaper. So, anyways, the point is the game runs great now, which is nice. So there's there's three times as many Pokemon. The game actually runs. And um, I think those are those are big... Pl- and it has shiny Pokemon, which is the biggest thing. You can catch really, really rare shiny po- Like, 0.001% chance you can catch these... Sp- so, like, fish could yeah. catch something special. <laughs> yeah. You can, Very rare. You can you can find a Pidgey that's already glistening with butter. Yes. Don't, butter add, don't have to add your own. It's just nice and shiny. It's you know, it sounds dumb to most people and it probably is, but before there was really nothing fish could catch that I would be like, oh my god, that's really cool and special, right? We're all catching the same damn shit. Other than the different CP levels, but I don't want to get into that. But the fact is that now we can catch shiny Pokemon, and if you're in the world of Pokemon, that's something I've been bitching about since the beginning. You guys know that. So, I still think it's fun to go out to the park with my family and catch some Pokemon. I'll leave it on my phone for a while. I agree with you, Fish. It's not like I'm super addicted to it, but I kind of like that. I like the fact that I'm not trying to play this game all the time. I know, Fish, you like to get really deep in your addictions and just play mm-hmm. video games all the time. Yeah. and. Mobile games, I spend so much time doing Sword Chomp, Instagram, all the shit I do on my phone. If I'm addicted to a phone game, it's detrimental to my life at this point. I own my phone too much as it is. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like that Pokemon Go is something I can play when I leave the house uh, in, in chunks and then have a good time. Um, yeah, don't, don't play it while driving, though, Morgan. I do. Like, I do. You do too. You fucking do too. You just said you did. I did. I did today, and you know what? Like I almost crashed into a curb. I paid attention. (laughs) (laughs) I almost ran into somebody. Like I realized, I was like, "Oh fuck! I really can't be doing this right now." But you will. You will probably. 
How come I'm you... a passenger. I'm a passenger. <laughs> I'm a passenger. That's what the game keeps asking me. I'm a passenger. You know. As I fucking run these train tracks and I'm ran over by, you know, a semi. Oh, God. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm very careful about it because I don't want to run anybody over playing Pokemon Go. That's not how I'm going to prison, you know? Um, yeah. If it happens, though, I'll be sure to testify against you. <laughs> <laughs> the only, I'm only running you over if it's a shiny. All right, if it's not a shiny, I you know you're fine. But I will run you over for a shiny. So, <laughs> so watch your back. Um, I don't know. It's fine. It's it's all right. I've only played it for a couple days. Two fish. We'll see. See how it goes. I actually. I mean, it's nice having all those Pokemon. Three generations of Pokemon. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish it was. I wish you could just pick which Pokemon you wanted to catch. Catch it. Be done. Like that's the I whole really game. Don't. That's the whole game. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the whole game. Like the the whole um the gym trainer towers, like yeah. those were never really quite exciting. I don't think the co- they've Have you tried the combat, the combat? But I haven't tried it. Okay. So you're about it, to insult it without trying to see if it's any different. Yeah, but I never got into the trainer battles. What about the raids? The they have the raids point. now, man. I don't even know what they are, but they keep telling me there's fucking either. raids. I'd imagine you put your Pokemon in there, you fight it, you do your special attack, and then you're done after he dies or... What are you basing this off of? I don't know. No, that, that's, that's, what kind that's of analysis instruct- is that? What are you basing this that's, off of? I don't know! That's that's the instructions, actually. If you If you go in the game okay. and click on a raid that's going to start somewhere... Um, at least for me, like it gave me some introductory type of stuff. It was like, this is a raid. It has a countdown whenever it's about to go. You and 20 other people can join up and try and fight this monster and get, try and capture it and get a chance at an egg. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but it also said that, yeah, you fight it and then you use your special attack. Uh, when it and yeah, it just it seems like it's still the old well, let's try combat it. Let's system. Let's try it before we bury it in no. the ground. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't burying my phone. I'm just saying we should give it a shot before we can. It's probably garbage, fish. I agree with you. It's probably garbage, but we should it's, try it first. It's garbage all the way from the bottom up. You get a Tyranitar. First two weeks. I'll get a Blastoise. Then we could call oh. it good. No, I like my Blastoise. I just keep it there to Don't you piss dare. you off. Don't you dare. Fucking, I'm getting upset. I'm actually getting upset. Just thinking, this game is garbage. <laughs> I don't give a shit about it. And I'm getting upset about the fact that he has a Pokemon that doesn't mean anything to anyone. <sighs> I'm going to send you another picture tomorrow. Don't you do it. You just wake up and you see me with my Blastoise. <laughs> we should find a Blastoise in the wild when you come up here for my wedding and I'll just have you do something dirty to it and I'll snap a, a screenshot with my phone and then we just keep that forever. We're defiling my, my beautiful Blastoise. Or or yeah, your wife or your wife could hold the phone while, you know, me and you plug double team it. <laughs> plug both kids. <laughs> oh God. I like the I like where your head's at. Um, last poll here is uh, I'm not afraid to admit it, but I have fantasized. This is Josh's favorite poll. I'm not afraid to admit it, but I have fantasized about a gaming character. Seventy um, percent of our audience, the big seven zero, came back saying yes. I have indeed fantasized about a video game character, which I thought was about right honestly and i appreciate everyone being brave enough to respond in fact it was our biggest instagram post ever right now 
with 90 comments, even though some of those are mine, um, playfully jabbing at people here. Um, yes, a, a, a lot of fantastic comments. I mean, you know, it's sort of a playful question. You know, I doubt people are just sitting around on a regular basis fantasizing about video game characters. But I was curious to pick people's brain. Like, what does it for them? You know what I mean? And there were some... There was some... <laughs> Josh is saying in the chat, we're going to Eiffel Tower the Blastoise. Josh, this is a comedy podcast. You're allowed to say these things out loud. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Blastoise deserves need... better than that. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. We need like an automated six system. six of him. That... Yeah, because you've got all those cannons on the back as well. An Eiffel Tower well, it... just won't do. Me and Fish can't really fill a cannon with our, you know, we're yeah. not really... <laughs> not gonna... It's not going to do much. Um, might have to <laughs> pay somebody else to come in there and help us out. Uh, Josh, well, they, would... got different, they got different size blasters. <laughs> There's extra small ones, I'm sure, out there in the wild we could catch. Josh would go in one cannon and out the other cannon. That's Just how big Josh snake would be. it through. Like a... <laughs> yeah, snake it through like a plumbing snake. <laughs> Just clean them out. Oh god, that's really that's really gross, guys. Come on, show some respect. Show some You're respect seeing why I'm to... typing this now. Show some respect to that Blastoise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Um, a couple of these really funny ones I want to run through really, really quickly, just because it make me laugh, and I doubt I'll be able to get you guys to give me anything good because you guys are really tight-lipped about this stuff, and that's fine. But um, The tight lips actually help. <laughs> some of these comments are just too funny. Uh, Justin Timey Wimey, Lulu from Final Fantasy X, badass attitude and all those belts. That's a great one. Lulu was both badass and beautiful. And it was on the PS2, and I remember definitely going to bed with a couple of uh, good dreams there. Um, Batzak, any of the girls from Dead or Alive? Uh, Jake and Weens, Yuffie from Final Fantasy. Interesting, Yuffie. I wouldn't have saw that one coming. Um, but cool. Yuffie seems like a, it, a nice girl. Didn't Yuffie have, like, you know, a metal brace on one of her legs? Well, maybe people are into that. Like the Forrest Gump thing. <laughs> like, you remember, I don't remember the metal brace, but I love that detail coming up. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I, uh, I must be misremembering. Messi.Valoni said, nobody digs classic Laura Croft? What a surprise. No, I do, but that was also when I was 11 years old. So that's not going to fly anymore. <laughs> anymore. Um, uh, Easy Does It said, fantasize? No. But if I did, it would be Chloe Fraser, without a doubt. That is the Uncharted Lady, I believe. Um, more <laughs> Earth to Aiden said Morgan from Darkstalkers. She is a classic, busty, beautiful vixen. Oh, this is a classic. Kyle literally said to be from Near Automata. That might have to take the cake. Oh, oh no, so there's some. Wait, how can that be a classic if that game just released last year? Um, uh, well, it's destined to be a classic. How uh, about that? Uh- uh, it's not a classic. Let's see how many bottles of lotion I can ruin and we'll get back to you. Um, this is a good one here. It says, I got some female listeners. I wanted to give them a shout out. <clears throat> Ali Catastrophe said Vin- Vincent Valentine. And I thought that was interesting from Final Fantasy VII. I know Fish does some really killer Vincent Valentine cosplay that we'll get up for you soon. Um, Filipino Vincent <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, why do all my monikers have to have Filipino in it, Morgan? Well, I'm I mean, curious. 
It's it's how you separate yourself from the pack of Vincent Valentino cosplayers. You know what I mean? Uh, like, you know your oh, demographic. Look at, that. look at that Vincent Valentine. That one's white. That one's white. Oh my god. It's a Filipino one. Look, it's like a shiny Pokemon. If I was a Filipino woman, a lot of Filipino women have messaged me and they love it because, you know, you are a representation of the Filipino community, whether you like it or not. And no, you probably don't like it, but it's one of it. How many is a lot? Two? Yeah, roughly. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the there's more The traditional definition there. of a lot. Stay strong, mm-hmm. you two. Um... <laughs> Uh, Dowgul said Widowmaker, but only when she speaks French. I don't know what that means, but I said touche as a response. Touche is French, right? I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to feel very silly. Yeah. You really don't um, want touches. One is enough. <laughs> oh, touches. Thank you. <laughs> that's, one, that's, that's a joke, See, actually, that joke. I tell to my friends because no one else says it. Mm-hmm. When someone he, says touche, I'll say one che is enough. <laughs> I was going to say, you should have spin it around, Josh. You should have said, um, you need two shades because one just isn't enough, but you're too mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, Gustavo said Ivy from Soul Calibur. I mean, that's a classic. Everyone knows Ivy from Soul Calibur. Enough said there. Um, <laughs> Mercy from Overwatch. I know the Overwatch porn thing is huge, so that doesn't really surprise me, um, honestly. You know, Fish has literally sent me Overwatch porn before, and I was like, this is disgusting. Where can I find more? A Akami from <laughs> Super Street Fighter 2 is a good one that I see here. Um, <laughs> somebody put Companion Cube from Portal to kind of mimic my joke answers that I have. Um, this, is, this is a good one. Cade from Destiny, and I was like, but you never see Cade's face. Yes, you do. Kinky. Do you know? Yeah, what? He's a robot. That is his face. No, yeah. He's not. That's I not know. a mask. You're looking you at his way. face. Well, that's, that, that's not... a good point. I I phrased my response poorly on that. You're right. I did. Because it's not a mask. Oh. But what I meant to say was he doesn't really have a face. He's more of a just a robot. But hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. sex robots are a thing. Yeah. And he's badass. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's better if a robot. Don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. Um. The thing vibrates. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's true uh let's see a couple quick uh, jessica from until dawn timmy mofo said that me and fish know that one all too well um let's see here the nurses from silent hill that's no 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 yes no 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 baby that body dough no no, 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 maybe. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Fontana Design. Siri from The Witcher. Easily, Elena from Uncharted. Both beautiful and badass women. Elena was on my... She she was our take a, a lady out to... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she was. No, she was that mine. was Mia from Resident Evil. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Mia was one of mine, too. Jill Valentine. Someone mentioned that. Samus Aran. A, a lot of Link in here. Secure pain mentioned Link. So Link got a lot more love than I thought because he's a sweet, you know, a sweet traveler. But yeah. um, I asked this girl, the like, new Why Link, Link redesign is oh, best really hair. popular. <laughs> best hair, really no, no, popular. B- BJ Blaskowitz um, won best haircut because he was <laughs> for us. <laughs> but Fish did have Link winning his best haircut. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that that new scene cut look for Link is really pulling in a new demographic of women, I think. But um, 
one of their responses I thought was very sweet. I was too late. I was like, so why Link? And must have been the ears. And she was like, yep, he's the bestest. And he takes more crap than anyone. And he's still humble. And that's true. Link does take a lot more crap than anyone. And he's still humble. So that's an attractive trait. Take your shit. Uh, Mario? Yeah, but he's yeah, no one wants to grow Just a blue-collar guy. You know, who's... you do have to be attractive yeah. because Mario. I mean, you have just to gross. make him wash his hands, but yeah, plumbers crack. Yeah. yeah, not cool with the kids these days. But he does lay pipe very well, I hear. Um, my my joke answers <laughs> my my joke answers for this because um, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Only... It's hitting fish and waves. <laughs> yeah, the whole... I thought of a porn star, and the first porn star to jump in my head was Ron Jeremy, and I was just like, yeah, "No, he's he's definitely got a Mario yeah. vibe to him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, it's uncanny, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they've never come out and said verbatim that Mario is based on Ron Jeremy, but we all kind of know. Yeah, 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 everyone yeah. does. And Come I, on. Ju I just found out right now. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, though. Fish literally had an epiphany. Also, you can tell that's the porn stars me and Fish grew up with, because nobody knows who Ron Jeremy is now. They know about all these, like, James Dean and all these younger, like, me and Fish are old. We came from the classic era. James Dean? Yeah. Not that James Dean. <laughs> a, there's a porn star named James. Okay, oh, maybe. I was like, what the May fuck? I don't know. Jenna James. Jenna Jameson. That's still old. That's our era, too, Fish. That's old. It's old stuff. Yeah. Katie Morgan, you know, that's old stuff. Porn now is, there aren't even porn stars now, I doubt. It's just like the era that we live in. It's all cam models and like amateur porn. Um, but my, my joke answers were the, I think you guys will appreciate these. And if you guys have a joke answer, this will be a good way to end this segment. I put um, sexual fantasies of mine have starred Roadhog, shark form preferred, the Hawk Moon, that's more of a toy than a, a character, um, Sonic, the golden form only. Uh, Mia from Resident Evil 7, but only after she turns. Um, Guile, but I need the theme music. I need Guile's theme playing in the background, otherwise I can't get it going. And uh, BJ Blaskowitz, but only when he's decapitated. Just the head. Um, so those, those are my choices. Um, hmm. What about you guys? I mean, our community's I actually in? called four out of five of those. That's, that's a good call. Yeah, that's a good which... Call. I'm I'm pleased with myself about. I was really only banking on two of them, so. I'm not even gonna ask Shay and Josh because they're not gonna tell me. Fish, yeah. give me. I, I will. I'll give you an answer. Yeah. Okay. He's we have answer. answers. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. One of the witches from Left for Dead. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. They're very scary. Very scary. That's what I like. <laughs> Tiff. <laughs> Don't they scream too? That, Don't they have like some sort of that, piercing scream? Yandere. That's what, that's what I like. You're really into the Yandere. The second Shay is inside. <laughs> What's that scream they do? Is it like a shrieking? <laughs> I can't do it. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, um, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just wrong. Uh, okay, well, I guess you guys do have answers. Josh, what do you got? Mm -hmm. Mine's going back a ways, but Callum Merlos from Vagrant Story. The uh, oh. the other Inquisitor from that game. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she was a very beautiful lady. I remember that. 
Mm-hmm. Some good art direction in there too. Was she on the c- cover of the game? I think I have to think I back think to that cover. I'm pretty sure she was. I think so. I can pull it up. Pull up the vagrant. It's been a long time. Vag- I think the two of them were like back to back, but I'm completely zoning. It could have been the main character and the villain, or the the main character. I. It's been so long. I've not seen that cover in a while because it's in a box downstairs somewhere. Yeah, I don't think they put the... Yeah, no, it is... I mean, you can't really tell from the cover because it's more of an artistic shot, but Mm -hmm. um, it does... I believe that's her. It's Oh, it's... Yeah, I was going to say it's her crazy hair, but yeah, I think she is on the cover. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Cool character. What do you got, Fish? Send it home. Uh, I don't really have anything funny. Um, Well, well, I will will tell you guys about my... You usually have something funny with you, but... Usually, but I can't seem to find it. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, so it's not funny, but he was about to tell us a story. But I do have. Uh, oh, Chung Lee from Street Fighter was. I, 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 I had to go back, and I think that was like literally my first time, like, ever noticing a woman. And I was like eight years old. Aww. And I was just, yeah. And I was like, that bicycle oh, kick. Wow. <laughs> That bicycle kick, that that big old, you know, uh, helicopter kick that she had, like, yeah. her thighs were just, like, so fucking thick. I was just like, mm-hmm. man. You were all about that idle animation. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did she have, like, a kiss? Like, she blows a kiss to the screen or something? What was her idol? I remember um, it. So, uh, oh, the laugh. <laughs> Didn't she do, like, a laugh? Like, <laughs> or something like that? I remember that. Uh, I mean, I could see her do that, like kick her legs up and do that, but yeah, I don't remember. Street Fighter had a lot when we were at that young, malleable age. Like Cammy was was great. Chun Li, like you were saying, Poison. Street Fighter was at that age where we were just like you said, the first one, like you noticed her in a video game, and that's big. <laughs> of course, I've told you guys a million times about Laura Croft. I mean, come on. I actually had this is a true story. I'm going to make a video about this so everyone can mock me. I had this glass case. This is a real story. A large glass jewel case that you'd keep in like a store to sell like expensive jewelry. And um, they were getting rid of it at the local uh, store I live nearby. So I got it for free. I took it home. I put all my Tomb Raider boxes in there. And I went down to the shopette and they had a PC Gamer magazine with Laura Croft on the front, right? And inside was a Laura Croft centerfold. It is. It was a real thing back in 1997 or whatever. And it was a Laura Croft in a bikini. Like the full polygonal Lorecroft, and she was laying out, and I remember being like so enraptured by this, taking it home and hanging it up in the back of that jewelry case with the um, the uh, boxes for the different PC games. So the idea was it was like a display case from my Lorecroft shrine. Okay. Now the saddest thing about this is I think my parents were both happy that I was expressing some sort of sexuality because I was an introverted nerd and I really was afraid to talk to women. So I think they were partially happy to see that and then partially disappointed that it was a virtual woman from a video game. So I I can only imagine what they were thinking whenever I put that in my little shrine. <sighs> Says so much about me really. If you I feel like you could have that conversation right now. Be like, so you guys remember that time? Can you run run through uh, what your thoughts and feelings were? I I should I should interview them for the podcast. I should interview them for the chum Do you remember when I had that that shrine to Tomb Raider? That'd actually be like a a really funny side segment for the uh, 
the uh, premium Instagram, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, our our VIP tier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. www.patreon.com slash swordchomp. We have a $5 VIP tier. Check it out. Um, Anyways, a lot of fun doing the polls. So before we we, we want to jump to the bio break here, um, this is a pretty cool story that Shay found that wraps up, or I should say um, evokes both science and biology. (laughs) Fuck, I fucked that up. Let me try that again. He evokes both biology and video games, or I should say science and video games, which is kind of what we do with the biobreak portion of the show. Um, I just destroyed the dismount. I'm sorry there. But this is from ScienceDaily.com, and the summary of the article is basically this. A new study shows no gender difference or negative effect on a video game player's performance or subjective involvement based on whether the photorealistic avatar looked like them or like their friend. So if I'm understanding the Shay, um, this article is basically saying it doesn't matter what your avatar looks like. It doesn't affect your performance, sort of? Or? Um, what it's, yeah, basically, uh, so what ended up happening is this university, um, the USC Institute, um, mm-hmm. they had these volunteers come in and they essentially, they have this technology where, um, it just goes around you for 20 minutes, takes your, you know, exactly what you look like and makes an avatar out of you. And it's very mm. photorealistic. And then they had people play as themselves. And then they had people play as people they didn't, like just random people. And then they also um, had people play as their friends as well. And basically what mm. they found was that it didn't, like like you're saying that basically there was no performance enhancing or anything like that whether you were playing as yourself or as you were playing as a stranger but that being said um what one one interesting that they found was that women when they um excuse me I'm trying to find it really quick the exact quote Women's experiences with self-similar avatars was no more negative than men's, um, but women no longer felt less enjoyment with their own avatar, because what they were finding was in the past Mm. that, from previous studies, that women didn't care as much whether or not they played as themselves or someone else, and actually... Excuse me, they they didn't care if they played as themselves, but they found more enjoyment if they played as a stranger's avatar. Yeah. That's what they found in the past, but now... That was, yeah, they've discovered based on their previous study, which, from from what I was understanding from their hypothesis there, it was probably because the fidelity previously was so bad that it would make them look awkward and they'd be self-conscious about their awkward, you know, avatar that was made for the study. Um, And they said that they didn't find that this time now that the technology has gotten better. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's interesting because I know in video games, a lot of us ourselves included place an emphasis on me wanting the characters to be able to look like ourselves as best as possible. That's something I know Morgan has talked about plenty of times on this podcast 
I know. Yeah. Um, and I think he would be the kind of the resident person here of that. Like he he wants to make sure he can make an avatar that looks like him, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with. So. Um, it's just an ego thing. Just because nah, you're an nah, asshole. I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm just, I, don't, I'm, I wouldn't say that. But I'm just rad. Um. No, no it's true. I, I enjoy making avatars that resemble myself because I like to place myself in that world. I like to, if the game allows me that illusion, like Mass Effect, I tried to make an exaggerated version of myself because I felt like I was really in there battling, having sex with aliens. I felt like it was me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you on the tail end of that one, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was That's almost taking me. No, I'm, being, I'm being dead serious, though. I mean, like, yeah. I like to be in the world. I'd like to have sex with aliens in video games. I'm dead yeah. serious. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? You I mean, romance the hell out of that rachnid. No, no, Josh. I'm not enough. <laughs> I wasn't enough man for that arachnid. <laughs> I wasn't enough man for that thing. Um, although it's actually surprising. It's a tiny orifice. Great for the, the micro. Okay, let's not get this. Um, continue, Shay. I mean that's pretty pretty much what the article is about, okay. which is which is interesting. It's just like we place an emphasis, a lot of us, on making yeah. uh, these characters, and then, like for me, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I remember back when I first started Mass Effect Two for our old podcast, and I just played as the generic, uh, as Morgan <sighs> dubbed that's it, so the ge- generic Jeter <laughs> Commander Shepard, and um, Jeter Shepard. <laughs> Jeter Shepard, yeah. And I was completely <laughs> fine with that because I mean I for me it didn't it didn't matter that I looked like someone else. I actually preferred Yeah. Um but it it didn't affect my performance per se. Like it Yeah that's that's, that, that's a that's one thing I kinda like thinking of, about this particular article is that like it never it never really enhances the experience for me if the character looks as best as it can like me. It's not like I want to play the game more or less, or I enjoy the game more or less, or I do better. It just, it's just a part of it, I guess. That, how well you do at the game based on your avatar is a strange metric, at least in my mind, to measure. Right. There's I don't know what else you would measure, but that doesn't seem like... The question I would have come up with to study there. It's it's very interesting. Um, it is. It is. I, I would ask the question of like, oh, what's this? What's a player's retention rate on the video game if the character looked like them or didn't look like them? Yeah, that's no, a good be, question, and I I'm, guess interested in that. I'm I'm willing to bet there's probably a study out there for that, which is something I should have looked into. I didn't. It's my fault, sorry. Yeah. I bet... But I bet you there I are bet, studies out there for it. The interesting correlation I would have here is, on one hand, something like Sea of Thieves is a good example, because we try to make our pirates look like us, and because it's a competitive game, if Fish feels like he is owning people on the pirate he sees, and his avatar is a reflection of him in real life, he wants to represent himself well. So he might actually play better. His performance might be enhanced a little than if he was just some random fat pirate or something that looks nothing like him. Random fat white guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, no, that's... Well, the article is saying that the 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 look of your character prefer, uh, affects your performance in a game none whatsoever. No, they're saying it's that, the same. but I'm disagreeing. I'm saying that I think 
that fish, if you are playing a competitive game and your character looks like mm-hmm. you, this is just a theory, I think you'd play a little better. I don't know how you judge I, that, but I don't think so. Well, this okay. this this so article just just yeah. discounted that. But <laughs> that's the exact so many, point of this article. But are they testing? See, I mean, but they're testing it in a very specific kind of. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying they're testing it in a very specific way with the way they're building their realistic avatars, as opposed to different kinds of. Like, for example, if you love a character in Overwatch, right? If if you have a strong, like, if you cosplay as roadhog and you love roadhog or whatever you when you play roadhog it might increase your performance because you are obsessed with this character so much so that if you grab and now you might say well they're they all play differently so that affects it too but my point is i believe that there has to be something to the avatar performance wise even though this article is saying no now i'm not basing this off of any facts that i can give you obviously i'm just telling you that i believe that if fish's performance is increased because he looks like him in sea of thieves if he looks like a fat, random white dude, I don't think he cares as much about his performance or it suffers a little. I can't prove it. It's a theory that well, I have. It, this is this is the problem right now. Uh, um, I'm not going to reference a specific thing because I'll end up getting on my soapbox. <laughs> but this is the problem with a lot of areas of science. Uh, mm-hmm. That basically science comes out here and shows the this particular scenario of like saying okay this is what's going on and then people mm-hmm. choose not to believe it even though there are science yeah. like, the interesting thing about this one as well is this was re essentially redoing a previous study with trying to use better methods this time in order to right uh like they, they had a stronger control this time in order to make sure that the character specifically looked like you and not just like someone you knew, um, which was something they didn't control for in the first experiment. Um, mm-hmm. And this one controlled right. for that better by having some people play as people they knew instead of as themselves um, in order to control for that. And there was, there was, there was no difference is what they're but, finding but what there. Were they, so, and I, might be, I may have missed this, Shay, but what were they playing? Like Josh was saying, what, what game were they oh, playing? Okay, so it they were a, playing... What, what, it was a... Bloodborne. No, that would be No, be it was like a custom-made game what... for the study. That's, right. that's my problem with the study, is every video game is so drastically Why? different. Why is it a problem? Can you take... Could you use one video game to say something like that? One kind of video game? Like, there's so many different facets that um, take the avatar into effect. Like, I have more pride with yeah. my avatar not, than Sea of Not Thieves. strictly, because of just... They didn't really say whether the game was focused on uh, strategy, memory, muscle, PvP, twitch, twitch muscle type gameplay. PvE, uh, yeah. At least in the study that I saw, it looked it looked like it was more focused on problem solving and memory based off of yes, yes, the things they like showed. Very science. So it's possible that different styles of game would have a different effect. That's but, what I'm saying. But, like, that's, that's, they could probably do another study with a different style of game um, in order to test that. But based off of the thing they did study, there's no difference whatsoever as far as performance. My my theory is that the kind of test they're doing is the flaw. Just testing performance, not anything else. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that's interesting because whatever they were testing, that's fine. Yeah. 
Like, how much does that avatar mm-hmm. actually play into their world? Like, in a game like Sea of Thieves, and I'll shut up about this, you, what you look like matters because that's the pirate you see or that's the, the friend well, you're with. Like, the kind of game you're playing drastically changes how much your visual well, representation. Well, that's an think, RPG, think about it though. Way. Like, you're, you're role-playing there. So Yes, 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 yes. So? So there's kind of a thing where you accept how your character is looked how he what? looks or what you're looking or the customization in them i guess uh, as far as like what clothes you have and stuff like that so like you could change them on the fly i yeah. guess the, the thing he's tr- really trying to get at here fish is that his character just doesn't look enough like him from me playing well that's that's what this whole <laughs> whole spiel that is actually about just now. just so you're Spoilers. Oh, I'm this doing, this is where I'm he's going with this. Well, yeah. Well, in all seriousness, think think about it this player. way. Think about it this way. They, they asked a question. They received an answer. Now the whole like we like I've talked about so many times with these scientific articles, and this is not like me being rude or slam or anything like that. It's just basically when you design a hypothesis and your experimental design and go through all of that, you go through the study, you get your information. Then what you do is you take that and you hope that that opens the door to more questions. So sure, Mm -hmm. they use this study, they designed a video game, which was a search and rescue video game, to test out this idea that they had. And from here, now they can look and say, okay, we opened this question, now let's test other video games. Let's look into genres. Yeah. Which they may or may not. You know, at the end of the day, they probably won't. But if they do... That would be cool. That would give us more information. I don't expect it, though. But yeah. that's the point of well, science. That's kind of the thing, though. Like, they have to make the question super specific. Otherwise, the whole study will be worthless. Like, if they're not... Right. It cannot be If they're be not vague. testing, like I was saying, performance on a specific type of game, the study would be just way too vague. It just... You right. end up with just completely useless data. At that point, it's not a study; it's more like an, like a a collecting of multiple studies. You're studying the studies, yeah, and you're making a educated statement, more mm-hmm. or less. And exactly what Josh is saying: like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do a hypothesis, I want to make sure that I can test that, and it's not too vague. Because if it's if it's too vague then there are too many what are called uh, confounding factors, which you cannot account for. But if I, if I want to make a basic statement like maybe, and obviously this isn't going to be a 100% one-to-one good hypothesis, just for example, like um, open-world games, um, in terms of open-world games, it is more important that the main your avatar looks like you than a racing game. It's a little bit more testable, a little bit more manageable. We can work off that. But by saying, which genre needs the avatar to look like me the most? That's, yes, a, lot yes. more, that's a lot more difficult to test. It is. Because it's such a vague yeah, question. Yeah. I mean, it's there possible, are so many but different factors. You'd, you'd have, that, that would be a much, much larger study in order to get the first set of data that you'd then need to go in and specifically test for after the fact. Right. So right. And that's and just scale wise unreasonable. But yeah, that's why and, I think it's interesting as gamers. Can, that's the first take into account. 
you also have to take into account that um basically universities are only going to fund a certain amount of research the government is only going to give you a certain amount of grants to do certain research and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure video game uh avatars are not at the top of the list for uh the yes, White House yes, in yes. terms of funding or Congress. And that's what want. I thought was interesting is like when I heard yeah. that, that was the they first have, thing my they brain have did to because repay. I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, because uh, I'm a fucking nerd. The Donald first Trump's thing I... <laughs> uh, golf trips. <laughs> uh, it's uh. interesting though. It's interesting. I mean, for that one study, it is interesting to think about. If anything, I think it made us ask some interesting questions. Even, you know, we're not, I'm not here. I'm not trying to say the study shit. It's just the first thing my, my brain went to. No, um, that's fair. I mean, it's, it's an interesting... Yeah question though and that's that's kind of the point is like you had a question um based off of their question and that's a good yeah. thing the the I, yeah. I guess the bad thing would be disregarding this because you didn't get the information you wanted that would be the bad thing but yes exactly it's very yeah, yeah exactly the kind of that very specific test did not affect it at all and that's that's interesting uh good, cool cool article though overall cool mm-hmm. discussion and if you and if you have anything to say on this or any of the podcasts in general don't be shy. I know kids don't email much these days, um, but we have, do have an email, uh, swordchomp at gmail.com. I get lots of messages, lots of DMs, lots of comments. Look, I know nobody emails anymore. I mean, businesses do on occasion. I ask people every day. I'm like, do you use email? No, no, no. Okay, I get it. No one really uses email unless they're signing up for something. But if you send us an email, we'll read it, talk about it, have a lot of fun on the show. Don't be shy. We're, we're also yeah. old, so we're I- more... <laughs> Email One of the reasons they tell you that so much is because you have an AOL account, and they just they really don't want to have to type that in to mail you. No, I have like, so they just to be fair, I have like they tell you accounts. what they want to tell you. I I have like to sign in all these accounts. Honestly, <laughs> I I still have my AOL account. I'm not gonna lie, I have like fifty thousand accounts, Josh, to sign up for everything. But yes, I do have an AOL account, and it is embarrassing. People laugh at me. I don't care. It's got sentimental value. I'll never get rid of it. Okay, that's the first the first time I ever got catfished on an online chat room when I was 16, I was using AOL. So I'm never going to get rid of it. Is that true? It's very well, I'll talk about that off the air. That's that's the time to off the air conversation. Um a fun show in general. I'll try to tag anyone I used on this show for any comment we used. It's been a lot of fun. We'll talk about doing a God of War spoiler show next week. Because that is the gamer one's talking about, and I want to do a Far Cry spoiler show, but now I can't until Fish finishes it. So, good luck if that'll ever happen now. Um, because I finished Far Cry Five, and that ending left me speechless. Speechless. Um, maybe uh, give me the year that'll pop crop up, and we could talk about it. I guess after God of War, you're gonna see Shay tricked you. He pulled you back into God of War, and now I gotta wait for you to pull back out. It's all... Well, well, because Josh and Shay haven't played, or Josh has played it, but he does not want to play. I know Shay, everything Shay that needs to be known out, about that game. So. Exactly. See, have your spoiler cast well, with Josh. I still want to have. Well, he doesn't care. I still want to have. I still would love to see Shay and Fish do some Twitch um, co-op in the PS4 version of that game. Um, I would watch that. That's how much of a junkie I am. To see, just to see you guys wreaking some co-op well, mayhem yeah. together. Yeah, I'll the be, big I'll issue be with playing it co-op like that. Weeks. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the um, big issue with that is finding enough shovels to go around if you're playing co-op. You and this, <laughs> this goddamn shovel. <laughs> to, I swear to, to God. To bury ourselves because we mm-hmm. hate the game. <laughs> I think. 
I think. Come on, fish. Why do you let to stand up for the game? Come on. They're talking shit it's, on it. fought. They can have their opinion about it. I can't. Well, I'm, not I trying to, it. That, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. Come on, mm -hmm. man. Uh, all right. Anyways, it's, it's it's an okay open world game. Don't you don't get angry hey, at people. There make, it is. See, me and Fish are are different. We. What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? We repeat that. I actually didn't hear you. I said it's a fantastic game. That's what I'm talking about. That's he said what I'm it's about. an okay video game. It's your boy, you. Fish. Okay, I was talking to Fish whenever he was playing that till like four in the morning, and he messaged me the next day. Has he ever Fortnite? not played a game until four in the morning? Like that's uh, that's just how Fish plays uh, video games. That's yeah. You you that's, always say that as if he's, you know, found the holy grail of video gaming, yeah, right? And it's every game he's ever played. I got some yeah. private <laughs> World of Warcraft from World of Warcraft to fucking I got some Snake Eater. I got some private messages from Fish that lets me know that he was pretty into it. But you know what? I'm not here to put words in Fish's mouth, okay? Yeah. Not words anyway. Yeah. Put anything else in there though. <laughs> that, my friends, is what you call an invitation. Are you drinking a lining kugels? Are you drinking a lining kugels? Summer shade. Oh, you notice, yeah. Oh, those are amazing. Good are they? Boy. They are. They're okay, Josh. I think I, 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 okay is where I'd land too. They taste a little bit like toilet cleaner, but I think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon scented toilet cleaner, but it's it's. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. That's a little. That's redundant. I'm, Lemon scented toilet cleaner. That's very very redundant. No, no I use mint scented. No? That's that's where it's oh, at. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's pleasing. Uh -huh. I bet that's nice on the butthole too. Yeah, it's it's like a I hate the smell of mint. what? I can't. I'm <laughs> nice. The you're, scent you're supposed to flush you before you asshole uh... with toilet cleaner. I don't wipe. No. I'm a step <laughs> further. I use toilet cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I skip the middleman. Scrubbing Just apply the toilet cleaner anus. directly to your ass so it cleans itself as you go. <laughs> that's right. You stock. What are you the doing in the bathroom? You stock I'm the bidet. I'm ad cleaning yeah, the toilet. Stock there. the bidet with Clorox. Yeah, squeeze just a little bit around the anus and, and go to town. For when you got to get those nasty shits out. <laughs> I've, I've had Mexican food for four days straight. It's gummed up. And, no, it wouldn't be gummed up. It'd be the opposite of gummed up. Never mind. Continue. My pipes, my pipes are flowing real well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Um. <laughs> oh, you guys are great all right so just to show wrap up here um real quickly i wanted to say a couple quick things is i'm going to recap everything that i got on the website or the instagram this week really quickly we had the new evoking the sublime podcast we already talked about thanks for everyone who chimed in on the question of the week and the gaming fantasy question um by the way if you're still here we have a vip sword shop page it's a lot of fun i already have over um 26 posts it says and by the that's more than a post a day at this point because we started in the beginning of may and it's may 18th so you're getting good content you're getting more than a post a day on our vip instagram page so it's well worth the five dollars plus you're supporting us which is something most you know if you love what we do it's just sort of a nice bonus on top of that so um if you support our vip uh instagram page we will message you or you can DM us on Sword Chomp on Instagram and I'll get you access there. Just take a screenshot or something uh, to show that you pledged. 
Um, if not, we still love you, and we have a lot of fun plans, some more Twitch streams coming up by the time well, this posts. Well, don't put words in our mouths. We love most of you. Craig can still fuck himself. Yeah, fuck Craig. Yeah. Also, um, Sticky or Stinky Finger sixty nine sixty nine. I'm not sure about that guy either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we love yeah, that Dave. Guy's right? cool in my book. Dave. Dave, Dave is cool. Dave is cool. Dave, yeah. you know, yes, his leather is not the best, but um, hey. his, his personality makes up for it. I think it's true. Quite a personal uh, guy for a leather guy. Yes, yes, yeah. and you don't get yeah, yeah. that a lot. Most leather guys are just real quiet, transactional. Kind of get you, get you, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, I don't yeah, feel Dave, like I'm a Dave piece really of cares meat about when his I customers. go into his leather shop. Mm-hmm. Well, that might be a negative. I kind of want to feel like I'm a piece of meat in a leather shop, but that's just me. Um, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's that's pretty personal though. It's hard to hold <laughs> that, that against. That's the Dave. conundrum. Right, I want to feel like right. I'm a piece like of you, meat. You you want to walk in there almost feeling like your skin is good enough for someone else to wear but you don't want them to actually wear it. There you go. Exactly. They're, exactly. They're, yeah. they're thinking about cutting my skin off and wearing it, but they're not going to do it. It's mm-hmm. just you an just impulse. Want, you want them to look at you that way, but not actually yeah. you know, verbalize it in any fashion. Yes. It's true. Yes. Only mm-hmm. would someone would cut off my foreskin and wear it as a bracelet. That would be ideal. Not, not a very big bracelet, though, unfortunately. No, it's more like a <laughs> Just the right size for Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, just you know, it's like, have you ever heard of someone mentally undressing you? I want them to mentally skin me alive. It's the same idea, but not actually. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Ten, tangentially, that's gonna wrap it up for the Charmcast. Thanks for checking us out. We will be back next week. <laughs>